0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black.
2: You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good.
3: It's awesome, baby!
4: What's happening?
2: What's happened? What's happening? We are so tired, and you are now watching with the best. I'm so happy and just live and direct, and just happy that everybody could be tuned in tonight. I definitely appreciate each and every one of y'all. Woo! Tonight, I think we're gonna have more fun than a little bit. Um, I want to just like say I'm just really, really, really excited about tonight's show. Um, Because I have just been lately just reengaged with going back to the movies, but looking at them with uh, different eyes and going and and like watching them even for different reasons, you know, being open to more recommendations. And so and I know that a lot of these movies have a lot of different messages in them. And some of the messages could be kind of, um, you know, entertaining and sometimes i i guess for the perceiving eye we can pull out some additional uh some additional messages from from them well tonight i'm going to be talking about a movie that was recommended to me by magus richard bullard uh nosismatters.com g n o s i s matters.com and um that's my pastor you know, I I been to his church one time. I like his flavor so much, and he, I remember the first sermon that I heard. He was talking about the dow of Jesus, and I said, "Man, you got me from right there." So I have went back and I have watched many, many, many of his uh, lessons and classes that he taught down in Pine Bluff that were recorded and are on YouTube. And um, he's recently relocated to North Carolina to um, take his take his message and his mission to another level and his life to another level. And, um, I mean, he's just just an amazing person. I said, man, I went and watched the movie and messed around and saw it twice. I've seen the movie twice since it came out on the 22nd. And I said, I got to do a show about this because it was so many jewels in it. And I said, it would only be fitting if I would bring in Magus to help me with the show. So tonight I want y'all to get up on your feet, stomp your hands, turn around to a spiritual advisor, a brother from another mother um i i may be he may not be a by the book evangelist, but his message is so powerful um he's a he he owes a very special place in my heart as a you know as a really a messenger of god and he's just a he's just a great brother a man person scientist all around y'all please put your hands together for reverend Patrick it's
3: awesome baby
2: maggots how you feeling tonight
5: i'm doing great man how you doing coach
2: man i'm blessed by the best and i'm rising like a hot air balloon brother thank you for asking i appreciate it man let me tell you something you know tonight um you know, my shows are not typically like other people's shows. Um, I like it when I can just sit back and rap with my w- with my guest and let my audience just 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 receive the blessings in so many different ways. So, you know, tonight is going to be like me and you just conversating. I hope we don't give away too much of the movie. And even I mean, I'm not going to say like this happened at this point and this happened at that point, but I really hope that. Some people uh, take time out real soon to go check out that movie, and, and I'm not even getting a check from Disney either. You know what I mean?
5: <laughs> Neither am I.
2: <laughs> well, um, I'm gonna just I'm, I'm gonna just give everybody a little background. Um, well, first off, I'd like you to introduce yourself to my audience and to all the listeners tonight. Um, let's say you just arrived on. Let's say you've been on the planet for a while and someone just meets you and they have never heard of Magus Richard Bullard, uh, how would you describe yourself or how would you introduce yourself to them?
5: Well, simply and basically I am a a seeker. I Mm -hmm. seek to know the mysteries of the universe, of God, of life, of death, i just i seek to know the mysteries so now, and then by trade i'm um i'm a um professional theologian monastic theologian i um have a website called gnosismatters.com. dot com like you said earlier gnosis is spelled g n o s i s matters m a t t e r s dot com and there we seek to Introduce people to the mysteries and to to encourage them to seek self awareness, self knowledge, to uh, have an experience for yourself, to know the truth for yourself. It's not dogmatic. It's not doctrinaire. It, it is it is simply teaching you the at least showing you how to know thyself, which was the ancient mantra of our African ancestors and who. Gave there who gave forth their wisdom that created the great civilizations of Greece and Rome, and even to the point of the United States. And so that's what I do. I seek to encourage people to do like I do, and that is to evolve your consciousness, and your soul. As you know, I'm uh, as, as along with you. Obviously, I'm uh, we are students of the great Doctor Mitchell Gibson, and we have both been influenced by his teachings, his insights on a lot of different things. And so um, one of the ways in which I seek to uh, have knowledge like you do, we just observe everything in life, you know. We observe ourselves. We observe the movements of the planets and the stars and and um, even the animals and the trees and everything else. Life itself, the force of life itself. And um, and we have this insight, this revelatory knowledge. And one of the ways in which we, um, we seek to get a deeper understanding is through film, decoding film, movies,
0: mm. and that's what we mm. here tonight
5: to talk about. And um, yes. that's a little bit about me. You know, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I moved from um, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. I was a pastor for a good number of years um, there in Pine Bluff, and then I came to a point when I cracked open the mystery of the of Christianity, and I felt it was best that I no longer um, pastor or. Uh, Uh, A Baptist church I felt it was best for people For things that I had to discover And things that I had to say publicly That it was best that um, I not be in the pulpit Because (laughs) it would upset people When I break the mysteries of the Christ To people And and, uh, so uh, I left And I moved to Charlotte and, And Stirring it up, mixing it up Cooking it up
2: there, <laughs> I love how he said. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. 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 You got to keep it. You got to you got to break some eggs if you're going to make an omelet. That's what I heard. I don't know. How, I mean, I and I know right. that to be very true. Um one of the um on your website, like even before you is even before you enter one of the one of the parts that I really really love about it um is the tagline is so powerful. I just like the the if I do the end part, ancient wisdom for modern times. Ancient That's wisdom it. for modern times. I think a lot of people um, sometimes uh, love to study antiquity, but don't necessarily know how to apply it to what's going on in their life right now. Uh, they say we have a ten. A, a teacher of mine used to say. They tend to be top heavy, you know. They and they're, they they study antiquity so so much that they're still in the past. You know, they want right uh, pyramids to be rebuilt again, or they want to have a life in a monastery again like that. Or and it doesn't work like that. Gas is still going up, trying to get back to three dollars and four dollars. And you know, we 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 still got pollution and things on the planet that we have to uh, worry about. And Fox News ain't giving us nothing. You know, making no easier, owner. And we still got ancient wisdom. But now here comes a brother that's saying, take this and apply it to modern times. I I just even before we get into Tomorrowland, I really want you to just 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 like give me a little more. Just break that down a little bit. Why did you pick those words in that order? Ancient wisdom for modern times. Tell me a little bit about that phrase right there before we move forward tonight.
5: Oh no problem, man. Because um, you know the mantra I said before of the um, ancient teachers was "Man know thyself," and they had um, they had they understood the law of correspondence as above so below, mm. and from that they were able to explore, you know, Orion, the Pleiades, the, the the constellations and everything, and they understood that what was going on out there was a reflection of what was going on in us, in inside you, and that the stars are not just, if you only contemplate the stars as those that which are shining above you and not know the star that's within you and to connect to, which is kind of something we're going to cover when we talk about Tomorrow Man, um, then you're lost to know that self. And so that's ancient wisdom. And my thing is, like the Saint bird, go back to the day people have lost their way. They, uh, Disconnected. They're separated from everything. They are automatized. They are isolated. They don't, and that's why their lives are without balance and without understanding. So, what is needed today as a remedy is to go back and get your stuff. Go back and get your <laughs> stuff and bring it forward. Go back and get it. Don't go back and just get get caught up in nostalgia, as you say, and start just you know, ego tripping over we built the pyramids and we were the mothers and fathers of creation and we did this with that. That's good, but you ain't doing it now. I mean you you're not you're not there. But you can be there. Go back, get your stuff, bring it forward, apply it to the modern day, wherever you are, contextualize the day. That wisdom is eternal. That wisdom needs to be brought forth and planted in today's understanding. With all the technology that we have, you need that ancient wisdom to balance it so you can do more than just what they did. You can do what you're supposed to do now. But you need to go back like an alchemist, get a little something from here, get a little something from there, get a little something there, and mix it together because we're always cooking, we're always creating,
0: mm. and
5: manifest it in the present. You know what Man. I'm saying? Boy. And that's exactly what I do. And... And that's what I encourage other people to do. You know, we say we are creators of our of our reality. Well, if you are a creator, then you need to go and get some material. You know, you got to have some tools. Got to get your blueprint, a plan, and you got to do it. And so, um, so one of the best materials that you can get is ancient wisdom. You know. Have you, you know, that's, what's the thing we're going to do today? Imagination and knowledge. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. It's we awesome, we already, baby. We're already, we already, we already doing it right now. You know, what's that <laughs> other thing though, that movie? Say it for me, Kaeya. What's that? Imagination is, is greater than knowledge.
2: Imagination right. is greater than knowledge, man. You skipping all into it, man. You don't say a lot of things. I know, but I can do that. Man, now
5: it's all good. But all that's all good. going back. But that goes back to our ancient wisdom bring it forward. Now, we may have problem with Walt Disney because we know he has some some race issues, but all they are doing came from our ancestral tradition and they are applying it to create um, I guess a, a nation. Well, <laughs> it's a gift to the whole universe, so go back and get your stuff, bring it forward and let's create something. It can be done. But that's stepping into the movie so let me stop right
2: there but that's what it means you know ancient wisdom for modern times well it's 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 i mean even though you were giving your bio it seems like that's why i call you a brother from another mother because you were describing you know even what i try to do as far as in my contribution you know um i i have a love and appreciation And also, you know, my techniques as my as a personal alchemist using astrology, you know, and um, I'm working on a course right now to teach people how to use that ancient science in their daily lives. You know, a lot of people have come to me over the years to get um, astrological readings. And then I said, man, it would be better suited for this information for me to teach people. How to read their charts, you know. And like now, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the greatest, but I but I'm very passionate about what I do. And if and and what I've learned about um, being an alchemist is, uh, as Master Mitchell Gibson says, we're from the church of what works. And if you show the part <laughs> that you got, and I show the part that I got, and people take their own experiences and learn about themselves and see how they can apply and how some of the, and how these ancient books are talking about themselves. These, 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 these things you studied your ancestors and, and, and the geometry and the people talking about, Oh man, these pyramids are right at the center of the earth and they're lined up with these star constellations. Well, did you know that you can do that too today? You can do that right now. You know, you have like that science is available to you and it's, and it's in your DNA. And, um, yeah, that's that's that. Was, I, I just want to just say that was that was amazing yeah. how you just you just putting it all lining it up together because like I think that's that's a a very valent valiant mission you know that a lot of us are on you know water seeking its own that's level right. you know what I'm saying understanding you know cream rising to the top we want to get people this information and when I saw your words on uh on your page uh Mm -hmm. reverend uh, maggie said do you really have the power to create our future if so why don't we as a species do more to alleviate doomsday prophecies i recommend Tomorrowland, the movie it contains action mystery science and a heart-jerking ending i definitely encourage children teenagers go see this movie it will make you think feel and take action to pursue a bigger dream for tomorrow that no matter what ethnicity language region you originate we can and must envision a better and brighter future. Now, as says magus gives Tomorrowland two thumbs up and five stars, well, I'm gonna add my two thumbs in there, and I saw it twice, so I'm gonna throw four thumbs in there and and five and ten more stars because, and I'm gonna go see it again. Like if somebody's like, let's go to the movies, and we can't, and and that that's the next thing playing, I will go in there and watch it again. Um. One of the scenes. I'm gonna just, now. I'm gonna jump right into that particular piece that you brought up. Um, there's a two main characters. What well, is maybe three main characters in the movie, but they show uh, a man one when he's a when he's a youth and one when he's older. Mm-hmm. But he's but mm-hmm. he's a scientist. He's a scientist, and as a youth, he ends up in the future. He makes his way to the future. And, well, even before I get to that phrase, I was going to talk about, imagine, when he got to the future, as soon as he landed, he saw, no, 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 it wasn't when he landed there, it was when the female, when she landed, landed in the there. future, the first thing mm-hmm. she saw was a sign that said, imagination is stronger than, it's more powerful than knowledge. And
5: Imagination
0: you know,
2: is
5: more powerful than knowledge, yeah.
2: Right, and the root word, of imagination is magic. You see right there, it's it's Magi. Right is in imagination is like, I'm not going to say shrouded in mystery and try to sound deep and nothing, but it's right there in the word imagination. You know? And then I got to back up to at the beginning of the movie, the little boy was going to the World Fair and he had a bag on his back and he got off, he got off the bus, and everywhere he went, he had his bag on his back. So nobody knew what was in the bag when he was on the bus, even when he came up to the Inventors Convention and threw the bag up on the table, and then you know, the man rejected him, and he walked away. To me, when I saw him put the bag on his back, those were his dreams. Now, do you remember in the movie what all he went through and how he would not let go of that bag? Did you Do you remember that part? Yes, I do. Now yes, I do. To, that
5: was that was that was his bag of dreams. Oh,
2: man. What how important yeah. is it that we maintain to you, to you, how important is it that we maintain a bag of dreams? Because even this show, I said, if you have rich dreams, you can have a rich future. If you don't have no dreams, or if you got disastrous dreams, you're gonna have a bleak future or you're gonna have a future controlled by somebody else. What do you think about that?
5: Well man, let's just start right there and kinda of like just you know, break down as you said, that phrase imagination is um more powerful than than um knowledge. Okay. Now and you talk about dreams. We talk about dreams. One there was a there was a um there was a um conversation that uh uh Dr. Mitchell Gibson was having about if you were on the bank of um, a swimming pool, you know, on the bank of a swimming pool, and someone was under, you know, under the water, like, you know, under 8 feet, 12 feet or whatever, (laughs) how would they communicate with you? And so the question was asked as a way of saying, if a person's in another dimension, if a person is, uh, if, if an idea is in another dimension, let me put it that way, if an idea was in another dimension, how would that information come to you? If your ancestors or in another dimension, how could you communicate with them when you, when the when when y'all in different you know locations and everything? And to me, dreams, dreams are the means or the gateway whereby beings in other dimensions, angels, ancestors, you know, even those you know negative um, entities can communicate or can connect with us in the third dimension. That's one way, there's only one way. Um in which they can communicate with you. It's it's the way the unconscious aspect of our self can send a message to the subconscious and eventually it can find its way to the shelf of the pre conscious and the conscious. So to our dreams. Uh you know dreams can be prophetic, dreams can be you know analytical in terms of um being able to tell you what's going on inside of you, we have to pay attention to our dreams they are they are mind movies. imagination is real imagination is real, and we have to learn how to pay attention to it. I mean, you know you ask yourself what were the Wright brothers who you know who brought Martin flight into our consciousness uh what were they? thinking. What were they dreaming? Were they dreaming about falling or were they dreaming about flying? <laughs> you know? What were they thinking? You know, now I do not now as you know, Kaya, I was a pastor for a number of years and 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 I you know, I you know, I did all the, the historical studies of the Bible and you know, a lot of things that are not historical. They are mythological, allegorical, symbolic. People find that stuff out that there have been books taken out the Bible, that the stories in the, that the stories in the Bible are not literal histories and all that kind of stuff. You know, people talk about you know uh, Jesus never existed and stuff. They, they discover all that kind of information and they go, um, you know, they lose their faith and they throw the Bible out. Well, I've been through all that, studied it very deeply. Like I said, I'm a theologian and this is my craft. You know, I've been to seminary school, done all that kind of stuff. But even in my evolved state where I practice now, um, I do not throw the Bible away. I know how to decode it, I know mm-hmm. how to make sense of it despite what people call contradictions. Those contradictions are not accidents, they are there for a purpose. Okay? So I don't throw the Bible out. I don't throw the Quran out. I don't throw the Bagavad Gita out. I don't throw ancient wisdom away even though it may be coming through another culture. It is something to for us to study. Now when I listen to what you're saying about imagination, I want to I want to go to the Bible and I want to go to the story about the story of um of um the flood. And in Mm -hmm. Genesis chapter 6, in Genesis chapter 6, verse 5, there's a statement that's made. I want to share it with you. It says, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great and was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart, that is his imagination, was only evil continually. See, they understood that Somehow or another, the apocalypse, you know, maybe jumping too far, began in the imagination. Of wow. God. There's another There's another uh, verse. That, that's a more on the, on, the, on the negative side. This is a story about the Tower of Babel, okay? And as you know, they, they had built this tower, this ziggurat, that was able for them to pierce into the heavens. And for some reason or another, the deity in this story, people know as Lord God, felt that this was not a good thing for man. So they said, come, you know, let us go down. And they basically want, they want to destroy it, or they want to confuse the man. And so this is the verse in chapter 11, uh, Genesis chapter 11, verse 7. It says this. Um, it says, uh, let me get that right. Genesis chapter eleven, since chapter eleven, there um, you go, verse eight, verse six. And the Lord God said, "Indeed, the people are one, and they will have one language. And this is what they began to do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. And the word here is imagination. Anything that they propose, anything that they imagine, they can do." Now, I'm gonna say it again. This is, this is the this is the word of the Lord God, as He looked at man's intellect and his imagination of his mind, his ability to imagine, to create, to imagine something where there was nothing. He says, and the Lord God, and it says uh, in verse six. And the Lord God said, indeed, the people are one, unified, and they have one language, common communication. And this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they imagine to do will be withheld from them unless they go down and confuse them. That's the power of that's the power that the that the that the uh uh spiritual world recognized that man has within him his soul the power to imagine and from his imagination all things are possible. Knowledge is different because knowledge is based upon some type of learning that you have received from somebody else, from a book or whatever, and it's based upon what has already been discovered. Imagination is unexplored territory.
0: Hmm. Mm. Yes,
5: yes, yes. That's yes, why yes, I says whatever a man thinks, so is he. So when people quit dreaming, when people, when people, um, when people quit dreaming, when people uh, quit imagining, or start imagining something, it begins the process of creation. That's the key to being
3: God. Is your imagination? It's awesome, baby. This is a dream come true,
0: and the hits just
3: keep on coming. You know, uh,
2: my man, my man Obama, who, who done took his shirt off in his last year and a half before he leave out of office, he called this a teachable moment. So, like the illustration that I get people to do, if, if anybody, because my listeners they, they know to bring pen and a piece of paper. So, if everybody can draw a circle, if you draw a circle on a piece of paper, and then from the center of the circle, draw a line from uh, from the center of the circle up to 12 o'clock, and then from the center of the circle draw a line to 11 o'clock, and then from the center of the circle draw a line to 1 o'clock. So now we got a little slice before 12, a little slice after 12, and on the one to the right, if you write the word no, know, K-N-O-W, and if you r- write the word uh, don't know in the slice on the left side of 12, so you got don't know on one side and no on the other side. Most of the time, we spend most of our lives going from what I know. I mean, from what I don't know, I go research it, then I go I, now I know it, then I go back to don't know, then I go back to know, then I go back to don't know, then I go back to know. But underneath, in the middle of the circle, I want everybody to write real big: unknown, unknown. That's the part that we. That's that. That's the. That's the wellness. That's the. That's the that's a that's an infinite well of what we that it is unknown to us that it, that the imagination lives in and that is the place ladies and gentlemen that like you said, that's where we begin our journey into godhood we begin our journey into godhood right there and it's 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 so important that we realize there's another dimension, you know, not being trapped by person, places, or things, but realizing Mm -hmm. that the answers that we're looking for, because that's what we call this three-dimensional world. Um, Mm -hmm. A wise man told me, he said, hey, it's person, places, or things. Most of the time, anytime you name something, people are caught up in person, places, or things. And I don't want to be caught up in person, places, and things forever. I want to have something new, fresh I've never imagined before. And that's where you start to see that's where you start to see um, the brilliance come in, and you say, man, I wish I would have thought of that. It did come to you, but or, or or maybe how could it come to you if your mind wasn't receptive and opening up to it? Or, as the movie so elegantly put it, you put down your bag of dreams. You put down your bag of dreams, or you gave up gave up on those dreams because you thought they were too hard. Or I got a, I, I, I got a rule, and mine is all about no whining and complaining ever. No whining and complaining ever. And they say, well, why do you say no whining and complaining ever? I say because that creates a vibration. And that vibration, if unchecked and is continuing to be on a disagreeable energy spiral, then Mm -hmm. we'll never be going on an upward spiral. In my own personal life, I believe all of us, all 7 billion of us on planet Earth came to grow. And in growing, you can either grow up like tree limbs or you can grow down like roots. Well, I've seen what growing down like roots is. I choose now to move like the limbs and move towards the sun. And in the movie, I think they really did an amazing job. Walt, so, look, like you said, Walt Disney himself may have had some issues with race, but he didn't make this movie. He didn't write it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what he left behind, you know, somebody else came up with this, and or it was channeled through them, because I don't feel like this is some type of, you know, regular movie. And it was funny that um, when you listed this, I have been measuring my own personal experiences. I always measure my experiences through my birthdays. So I know my last birthday, May 17th of 2014, we had the Nephilim Codex uh, workshop from Tybro in New York. And I was listening to the recording and right, I mean, like in the first 20 minutes, Master Gibson spoke about plausible deniability of how a lot of this information is laid right in front of us in the form of movies. And when I saw that, I said, this one, this one is bulging at the seams. And I and I was like, it was almost like you were sitting right there beside me in the movie and I was just nudging you. I was like, ooh, ooh, this is the part he's talking about too. Ooh, 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 look, 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 look. <laughs> so um, the plausible deniability of how they laid this, right in front of us especially i want to talk about the next part of the movie the skeptic in this movie there was a believer and there were many skeptics can you mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit about how the skeptics played well not even just in the movie yeah but how 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 did the skeptics in the movie reflect the skeptics that are around our lives on a day to day basis, when we are trying to grow back toward God and create our own magic,
5: yeah, yeah, well, you know there's always you know in the in the dualism of our reality there's um or the contesting truth there's the um well there's the um we may call it the, the 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 um separatic and then the glyotic forces. The constructive and then the resistant forces. So you're gonna have in anything, you're gonna have positive and then you're gonna have negative. You know, you're gonna have that type of uh, contrast or dualism going on. It's necessary because it's about it's about um, evolution. So faith and doubt. You know, positive and negative. The constructive force, the destructive force. Creativity and chaos. So we is to understand the dualism that is in our reality. It is one, but it expresses itself in one way as, you know, that which builds and that which tears down. There's a time to build, there's a time to tear down, there's a time of coming together, there's a time of going apart. So we live in this dualistic reality. So in the movie, you see people oscillating between, you know, these two figures what is possible, what seems impossible. So within us, we have our higher self, all things are possible, and we have our lower self that obviously what cannot be done, the limitation. And so these two war at a certain point in time in our minds when we don't know how to deal with them. You know, they war against one another. And so in the movie, uh, you see the young boy, Frank Walker, represented that childlike belief, you know, that childlike wonder. And he believed he believed that he could build a that he could build a flying machine and everything. He built it. he, he had problems. He had hope. That was his dream. Well the, the older man, Mix, who was actually the mayor of Tomorrowland, uh he had no faith. You know, and he was skeptical about the boys Machine, and he actually demonstrated the, boy's stuff. the boy stuff. didn't we demonstrated stuff that didn't work. The boy kept it up until he became an adult. He had an emotional e- event that took place, and he began to become a skeptic and did not believe. Felt like the world's gonna come to an the end. There's nothing can be done to to stop it. The girl that came into the in the, in, the, in the idea, she went through the same, you know, drama. She. She believed that she could change the world. She believed, and then when she saw a greater truth of the difficulty, she kind of lost faith. So the movie takes you to, through this whole dynamic of, of like you said, faith and then skeptic, skepticism, and skepticism. And then somehow or another you merge those two alchemically, and then you come up with an idea that you neither one of you could imagine in the beginning, and you discover, you know, was possible. Now, to be honest with you, I, I watched this uh, movie twice like you did and the second time I watched it, I watched it with um, my daughter. Uh, you know, the first time I watched it, I watched it with a lady friend and and I really, you know, the movie's kind long, I kind of fell asleep on part of it and, um, and I really missed certain things. Second time I watched it, you know, I watched it with her, my daughter, and when it was over, with, she really enjoyed it, and we sat there and talked about it because the reason why I want children to go is because children in our day and time, they get bombarded. You know, they come to this world, they go to school with hopes and dreams, but sometimes by the time they get into the fourth grade or maybe even earlier, they begin, they begin to lose contact with belief in themselves, their dreams, and adults tell them that ain't going to happen. This can't work, and to be truthful, I, I've been dealing with that myself. to Be honest with you, mm. and so the movie really began to convict me about which wolf or which dog am I feeding?
0: Oh, sure. Am now. I feeding? You know, <laughs>
5: am I feeding the the dog of possibility, or have I been feeding the dog of neg- negativity? And so that's what I talked to my daughter about, you know, because she had been struggling with. Her grades, and so I, and so I reminded her is that which dog will win the lower nature, the higher nature, positive or negative, is dependent upon which force you feed. If you feed the the separative angelic force, it will gain more power. If you feed the goodific force, with most, If you focus your attention on what can be done, then more what can be done will become real, and it becomes a feedback loop of convincing you that you were right. It can be done. You see what I'm saying? Totally. So that's the rhythm of these two, but the key is choice. You've got to choose which one are you going to focus on more than the other. The dog of possibility, positivity, hope, or the dog, pessimism, negativity, the body force.
2: And and it's wonderful that you brought that particular scene in the movie because this particular lesson, to me, goes to the ancient saying, wisdom shall come from the mouths of babes. Wisdom hmm. shall come from the mouths of babes. This This scene took place in a laboratory. Even though the father was at home, he had his own laboratory. This movie is about alchemists. He was in his he he was in his laboratory. His daughter came in. He was a little um he was a little uh uh um disappointed that something wasn't working. The child came in and easily just moved one switch over somewhere else and it started working. She kissed him on the cheek and she said, Oh, you was gonna figure it out and then he was sad, you know, he was He was feeding his glyphotic forces. And then the child was the one who turned around and gave him the wisdom, and she told him the story. And as a matter of fact, she did not just only tell him the story. She didn't give him the answer. She asked him to solve it himself, you know, and made him go back into his own scientific mind and remember. That was one of the other things, too. He had to remember, you know, why did I plant this story with our youth, I thought that was an amazing part of the movie as well. That is very important that we be dream resuscitators, dream builders of our children, instead of dream killers. When we give these right. stories, when we give these stories to our youth, or even if we give a story to our partner, I've given stories sometimes to clients, and they came back and be like, "Coach, you remember when you said such and such?" And I'd be like, "I said that." And it makes sense. And I might have been in the moment, you know. And here goes the father, which, by the way, did you peek? with their last name was? Newton, Newton, Newton. Newton. That's
5: right. That's yeah, right. Check this out. <laughs> the um, you know, I don't know how you progress in the story, but eventually there's a the 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 the, the father whose name was Frank Walker. Um, um, the father whose name was uh, no no not the father but the. Uh, Science. the girl, the young girl Newton girl's partner played right. by uh uh what's the actor's name again?
2: Cloney, um, George Cloney.
5: George Clooney. Uh his name his his, his name was Frank Walker. And um, and so um if you notice the names of the people in there is that her name was Newton. Um, the little girl that Frank Walker with his little boy met who was a robot okay. What was her name? Her name Herth- was Athena.
2: The goddess of wisdom, courage, inspiration.
5: And war. <laughs> and war. <laughs> yes.
2: Athena yes, is yes. the
5: goddess of war and wisdom. So there is a battle and there is wisdom to be understood. And uh, But she's a robot. We'll get to that a little bit later because I think that was, she was a robot. Let me just introduce the actor. She was a robot, but he believed in her because he thought that she was human he, he was in love with her as a child and and he discovered that she's a robot, which means she could not love as he believed, and she did not have ideas because a robot, from his perspective, was just a series of ones and zeroes
0: mm. Therefore, she,
5: a robot is perceived to be locked in to a materialistic reality, ones and zeros. It can be programmed. A robot can be programmed or controlled by external forces. It has no hope. It can't feel. It can't imagine. It has no ideas. Okay? So that's something to think about. But the uh, the thing I wanted to ask you at the same time, was now the father was a mechanic at NASA, an
2: engineer, right? engineer,
5: an engineer, an engineer mm-hmm. at NASA. Okay, remember the story I gave you in in, in Genesis eleven? The people were building a tower to heaven. Now think about wow. the emblem of NASA. Wow. Think about the emblem. It's Nat. That's NASA. Okay. To rise up, you know, that's NASA is actually a Hebrew word, okay? And so even though it can be made into a, you know, uh, uh, um, a uh, symbol or a, a anagram or some type of, but uh, each word, st- each letter stands for something. Uh, but in the Hebrew, it, it means to rise up. I think there's a rise up, which so means to rise, okay? And so, anyway, this is a tower. On the symbol of NASA, Genesis eleven about a tower, Men trying to reach heaven. Well, that's what the space program going out of space. All right, and remember in Genesis eleven, that was a problem. That was a problem with the God in Genesis eleven. The, the as man was one voice, had 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 one mind, okay, and had a powerful imagination. That was a threat to the to the to the divinity. In Genesis 11. And that's why they confused their language. Okay? But remember, they had a tower. They were building a tower. As you know, at the end, toward the end of the storyline, now stop me if I'm going too far, if I'm getting out of order.
0: Mm-hmm, come on.
2: They
5: discovered that the tower was the problem of why humanity was on a deadline course for an apocalypse of destruction, the end of the world, because that tower was sending a signal into the imagination of people of the apocalypse of the end of the world. And the people surrendered their dreams to the inevitable belief that the world was coming to an end. Remember when the father was losing his job because, because you know, they were she was working on the tower. She was trying to destroy it or keep it from, this daughter was trying to keep it from uh, being completed in whatever kind of way because that would mean the end of her father's job. All this stuff is in the context of life. He had lost hope. She was trying to waste the whole time to give him defined hope. So I just I just thought that the whole thing of the tower and the and the signal coming from the tower to the human mind of tragedy and apocalypse was very profound because it was reinforcing pessimism, it was reinforcing um limitation. You see what I'm saying? You made me go to
2: the hundred percent. See now I like it. Like I like it when we vibing like this right here. This is what I'm talking about. This is how the alchemist. Y'all y- y'all watch where we're getting ready to go now, but we're not he not going too fast. Um the the tower, um most times when you see a tower, it was uh I'm gonna fine tune it for you. When she went to the original tower, they were trying to tear it down and she was trying she was stopping the cranes from tearing down the tower. They had cranes that was trying to tear the tower down. So she was trying to stop the cranes. Then when she finally met Frank Walker, he was – remember he had all of the satellite dishes outside. He was hijacking the signal from the big tower that was projecting the negative uh, energy and the negative thoughts. And as as, as Governor Nick said, the people here on Earth, we ate it up like chocolate eclairs. We didn't look and say, oh, my God, it could be the end of the world. We better make some changes. We ate it up, and but inside he was saying that there was, a, there was a meter that said there was 100% probability of the end of the world coming in X amount of days. And when she showed up, a dreamer, the numbers flickered. The numbers flickered. Right. It, it fell from 100% to like 99 or 98 like that for a second. And then when they finally made it back to the future, Frank Walker tells Governor Nix, and you know Nix means I'm trying to cut something out. He was he right. he was the real joy stiller. He wanted to cut something out. Frank Walker says, "I think she can fix it," and so Nix says, "What?" And she says, "Fix what?" He says, "Fix the world." He thinks you can fix the world. And when she, they when they were going to look at the tower. She says, is anything that you want to tell me? Frank Walker said, just be yourself. Just be Mm. yourself, which is you're the optimist here. All of us have given up. I gave up. Nick's gave up. um, um, Athena, she's just using strategy because she's artificial intelligence. She's just trying to evolve whatever her programming is. She's sticking to her programming. But you, you need to... You you need to be yourself because you're the one that caused the glitch in the program. And this is why I called you, too, because this goes back to Master Gibson. Master Gibson knows there's 7 billion people on planet Earth. But he also knows that if we can get a small percentage to change, to embrace magic, to embrace ancient tools, to embrace our God-given heritage to embrace our spiritual parents to embrace all these things that are so close to us you know because um like if if we can start embracing tachyon energy he don't need to change 10 million people or 3 3.5 billion all he needs to do is we need we got to get a glitch in this negativity we got to put a glitch right. in the negativity and we'll I see
5: the negativity the negativity is being is being programmed into our mind and because we have stopped dreaming, we have stopped creating music, original stuff, because we have we have put a limitation on what is possible through the program of government and religion and dogmatism with its dogmatic science.
2: Don't forget the big one. Don't forget the big one Master Gibson uh, was telling a brother about in November, the paycheck. The paycheck. He said, he said sometimes our imagination go. is limited by the size of our paycheck.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you stop and think how much um, you know, let, let me give you an example. I teach um, humanities at a local college and most of the students when they go to school, what they really want is a grade. they don't want to think they don't want to create they don't want to imagine they want to follow the curriculum that is they want me to put in to teach them what I know about various cultures and they want to pass a test and they want a grade they're not they're not coming there to explore. What's outside the book? They want. They want. They just really want to keep it simple because I want to get a grade, so I can graduate, so I can get out of here and do something else. That's the educational system, and we are paying a price for it in our society because we have a lot of thinkless people, a lot of imagineless people, a lot of robotic-minded people who are not thinking outside of the box, who are afraid to think outside of the box who are afraid to say, you know what, let's just begin to imagine what we can become and what we can do. Adults in college don't want to do that. That's for children. And, yes, we have to go back, as they say in the Bible, the kingdom of heaven is made of children, you know. And so this whole story that we're looking at in Tomorrowland centers around tapping into the innocence of our child nature to go back and to remember what was it like to believe, what was it what was it like to imagine. You know, and that's why he told her, be yourself. Because they had lost that. She had that. And I think that this is very critical because we have to, particularly in areas where you know what they say minority people live and everything, you know, and we stop and think. You remember, you remember the fat boys. You remember, you remember, you know how hip how hip hop started or rap music started. These are these are these are environments that look hopeless, but somehow or another uh, a music genre sprang up from there. You stop and you remember when I don't know if you all oh, to remember in in the in the um, uh, I think that was in. Uh, 1980, the 1979, 1980 NBA playoffs. I don't know if you remember that, but I do. And you may have seen on TV where Dr. J was driving to the basket. He was cut off, I think, by Kareem Abdul Jabbar, and he flew around the backboard. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I remember seeing that. You remember that? <laughs> yeah,
0: and, yeah, and, yeah.
5: You know, well, you, remember, you remember in the Motown review when when uh, the Jacksons had, had done their performance, and then they brought out Michael. And he did the moonwalk on Billie Jean. You remember? You remember, you remember that? Absolutely. You see, you see wh- where is this stuff coming from? They asked the question: Well, Doctor J, did you plan that when you first started driving to the goal? Or Michael, where that? Where, where are you getting these dance moves from? Where? Where? Are, it's coming from that realm. If, you know, it's not like he practiced it and had step one, step two, uh, you know. You remember when Michael Jordan went to the goal and he switched hands, you know, against the against my Lakers. And against my Lakers, said, An against my Lakers. Movie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. See, this is see. This is we got it, but when we begin to buy into these sociologists and these these people's measurements of, of 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 possibility, when we buy into the environment and the signal that comes from that environment that says you're nothing, you can't be nothing and everything, that's when we begin to really die. When we stop creating new music, when we stop creating new moves, when we start trying to left brain our way through the world, we stop being children at heart and we and we just you know, we want to follow the program. We wanna we wanna take all lessons to learn how to shoot a basketball and everybody shoot it the same way. It, mm-hmm. you, you you understand what I'm trying to say? Right. And that's what happens. That's, that's when we realized the church because it was not a free-thinking, it was not a free-thinking, free-spirited um, environment. I have to explore. That's gnosis. that's gnosis. I have to explore. The unknown, the imagination takes precedence over knowledge. Knowledge has been created, established, and it becomes concrete. This is what it is. Well, we need people like Nikolai Tesla in the movie who can can go to the 12th dimension and tap into ideas at that level, bring them back here and create, you know, machines that can, you know, use sound vibrations to shape building. That
2: is, that's, that's, and all of us have a Nikolai Tesla in us. You know, you know, like we you got Thomas <clears throat>
5: Edison in you too.
2: <laughs> we, we, yeah, we got a Thomas Edison in there too. So, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I don't want to throw him under the bus, you know. But he had a, I mean, but but you're right because some of us have jealousy of genius, you know, where our ego will right. get in the way. We have, we, we have, right. we see, ge- we see genius, and instead of embracing genius and supporting it, we um we start to become jealous of it and start to. Compete with it. You don't need to compete with genius. You Need to embrace, support, and unleash genius. That's those to me. Those are three right. keys right there. Recognize it, support it, and then un, and then continue to unleash it because it's the same thing as if you hang with nine broke friends, you bound to be the tenth one. So Edison, you shouldn't have been right. hating. If you you should have been over there saying, "Let's work, let's work together." Versus you know um, you know I guess the, to, to me the E in Edison was for ego. You know his ego got yeah. in the way. This that we everybody you know history says he's so uh, uh, uh great, but if his ego would have been a little smaller, he may have produced even another million things you know what I mean that the world may be even a little further advanced now, but that's why I'm so happy that brothers like yourself the uh brothers and sisters from the tybro family uh the angels of light, the pillars of my of course master ofsha and master Gibson such. Such egolessness, as Osho would say, such such small egos in wanting to advance the cause of humanity and the species of human beings on planet Earth, and I guess that's kind of like that's one of the reasons why I was just so pumped up about oh, the movie because it cause it seems like it seems like they've just been watching us, you know. Like, of course, you know, Master He. I, because he, he knows I'm going to ask him this. We're going to be like, did you write the screenplay on this movie too, on this on this Tomorrowland? Did you write the screenplay? He'll say, no, Kyrie. Okay, yeah. You know, he'll 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 be real modest and, you know, humble and say, no. But it just seems like somebody's just been following, following our, I don't even want to say our plight, but it's just been following our journey for maybe the last three, four, five years, the Tybro journey, and watching how people have went from hopeless to hopeful, you know, went right. from powerless right. to to powerful, and 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 even taking, moving, evolving, even like like Athena, going from artificial intelligence, which is cool, but it needs to be useful and something that you can apply if you really want to. You, you got to go from artificial intelligence to an alchemist. So it's it's important that you take take that like she did and evolve into another state, you know Yeah,
5: even even a machine can evolve.
2: Even the machine can, you can imagine evolve. Imagine
5: artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence
2: evolved. That
5: goes which is soulless
2: on. can evolve. We go back to the um remember Will Smith came out with AI. He was the first one that, well I don't know if he was the first one, but he did a uh, he had a movie about the robot. You know, And every time they try to disassemble, uh, disassemble a robot, the robot is like, Yo, I read this word alive, and I am alive. I don't want to be disassembled. I don't want to die. You know what I mean? And they started embracing that word. But I also looked at Athena much like in this movie. She was the master teacher, and I saw much of myself in, um, in The Little Girl. And the little I can't even remember what her first name was, but I uh, 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 and what was her name? Not Corey. Whatever, whatever her name was, she was asking so many speculative questions. She was so she she was a dreamer, but she she had all of these questions. And you remember what Athena told her? If you keep asking me questions, I'm gonna shut down.
5: <laughs> That's right, because she's a she's a robot. She's a robot. She was programmed. That's what happens to kids in school when they start, or people in church. I mean, I talk to many people who are now ex-church members, and one of the things that they they say is that um, when they would ask questions, you know, in church, they would get shut down, or the the, the people that are teaching the course would shut down, and they would tell them, you know, uh, you shouldn't be asking such questions. Um, and that's why, you know, it's... Uh, It's a limitation that it shuts down people's ability to uh, imagine. Let me ask you a question, uh, Kaya. Let me ask you a question. Something I'm I'm thinking about. I actually got two questions to ask you. I'm going to ask this one right now Is the future already written and determined? Or is it pliable and can be changed?
2: I feel that especially through my just through my personal experience that it's pliable. Mm-hmm. I I feel that it's I feel that it's very pliable. And a part of not just because of my own experience, but because of the because of the massive efforts in the glyphotic forces to program us with negativity because the future could be whatever we wanted it to be. But as long as they program us to stay negative, then then the future is going to be guaranteed to be negative. But if we, as Master Gibson has done, started introducing us with spiritual tools, rings of power, wands, amulets, spells, even what you have on gnosismatters.com yourself, Your um, first aid kit, a spiritual first aid I've never even seen nobody even think of that. That was pure genius. That came out of the unknown. It's pliable because now in quantum physics, you are starting to bend and shape what reality can be. So my answer is unequivocally, I feel that the future is not, the future is only as hardwired as what your programming is. And I'm, and, 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 and and I think the most high, For for those of us who are here now battling and and like Athena going to war, you know what I'm saying, with strategy to say, you know what, we're going to put in some optimism in here. We're going to put some hope in here. We're going to put some faith in here. And we're going to, because I see my own future changing because I was that engineer, her father. I was the engineer, Newton, sitting in there thinking, man, it's dismal and it's going this way. And that's
5: why oh, I embrace it. Hold on, that's good. I, let's, let's 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 bring it down to earth. Uh, a person hears from a doctor, maybe a spiritual intuitive, that, or even in the field that you work in, astrology, that the planets say this is coming, that the Doctor says you have a terminal illness and you have six months to live. The school uh, sociologist says that, um, um, well, your IQ is such and such and you will be this. What you're telling me is that you literally can change the prediction of your future. The Bible says that this is going to happen and there's going to be, you know, wars and rumors of wars. This this stuff is going to happen. It's already prophesied, um, you know, that we as humans can literally change the weather, even though the weatherman says that it is a 100%, 90% chance of rain tomorrow. You um, say that tomorrow <laughs> is not static. It is pliable. I is that
2: what that you're telling me, I'm Coach saying that, I'm saying that both of us are pliable. I'm saying that, first off, as an individual, I know I can't do much. So I know to change the weather, I have to have more force to change the weather. I have to be at one because weather is nature. But by myself, just like even in astrology, when I say Mercury's in retrograde, or I'm giving a forecast like the weatherman, or I'm saying Saturn is in retrograde, I'm telling people this is what's happening. I'm the one that's pliable. I can take a solid situation and make myself pliable and get a different result. I can take, I, somebody can say, um, <laughs> shoot, this is easy. You go home and somebody say, hey, the police are up there doing, uh, doing, d- doing license checks. Okay, that ain't going to change. They're going to stay up there. But I need to put, I can put my seatbelt on, or if I don't have my license, I can let you drive, and you got license. And now I change the future. But if I stay in my seat, no, I don't have a license, don't put my seatbelt on, and go through that stop, then I wasn't pliable enough to change the outcome. So, so sometimes I can leave the situation the same. I can let it rain tomorrow and still stay dry. Because I am aware, knowing myself, as we said earlier, if I know myself, I'm aware of the situation and what I must do in order to make my situation. I want to stay dry. It's raining outside. I'm not from the rainforest. I'm from North Carolina. I don't like to be wet and all my clothes to be sticking to me like that. If I was raised in the woods, maybe, or from some forest, maybe that, if I was a Pisces or a Cancer or something, maybe I might like that. But I can change. I think the mind first has to be pliable and then there needs to be a group of people if i want to go and say i want to affect nature to a certain extent which is why i think we have like organs like master Gibson has built inside the M-Hotep and my, you know councils of imhotep and ma'at where we pray mm-hmm. for the sun we pray for prosperity we pray for the sick and shut in as they say and we have more power collectively now i got to go back to um now i go back to what you said um, which they have imagined to do. Nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. The key word is, is a collective. So I think that the future is more pliable when you have a... Um, when you put numbers behind it. Because, you know... And, so, and, and the,
6: so in,
5: in that sense, what you tell us is that because the future is not written, or whatever whatever track we are on you know we say you have a, um, a multi-track CD and if you're on that track then it will play itself out to you know as program. but we can change the disc disc and we can get on a different we can choose a different track in other words so what that means to me it brings back into play the necessity of prayer
0: hmm
5: Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Because is, prayer, hold on, allows hand allows hand? To, prayer allows us to bread allows us alter
3: reality. It's it awesome, us, baby. For example, for example,
5: um, you know, people say, "Well, if if God knows all things." then what's, what's the purpose of pray? If God has established reality whereby it says you're born on this day and you'll die on this day, can you change that? And what I'm hearing you say, and I agree, yes, you can. Theologically, uh, I would say is that the thing that which we call God, me, and called God, uh, knows knows not only a reality, it knows all possible potential realities.
0: Mm. Mm. At
2: that point of And see now you now you're going up on in the movie. Remember on the platform, and they were talking about how they had just discovered the tachyon waves. And she was like, she was like, what is that? He said, oh, that's that's the near future. That's the near future of what's about to happen in the next in the next few seconds. And I think mm-hmm. when they were showing that, they were talking about the near future can often be predictable like i know that somebody's an alcoholic and they like driving fast well the near pre- the near future is easily predictable for me to say you're going to lose your license or you may end up and you're going to have a and you're going to lose your job because you keep going to jail but i but i still think that the creator himself has said that with so many different possibilities ahead you can change your life. Like look, I right. I'm I'm the perfect example. Twenty mm-hmm. fifteen years ago somebody would have told me, You know that you're gonna be you know you know that it's gonna be when you turn four when you get to be forty five, you ain't gonna be smoking marijuana no more. I'd be like, Man, you crazy. What are you talking about? It's 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 two pounds back there in the room right now and I'm and I'm getting ready to roll one up right now. This 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 thing tastes good to me. What are you talking about? And, and I, I even have my own religion. You know, God made God put this in the Bible. He said all the herbs on the earth was meant for me. What you talking about? You see what I'm saying? So right. but my but my future, you know, me being creative and going into the unknown and saying I want to start experiencing some things that I haven't experienced yet and I want to change some things and that was one of the things that I sacrificed to get further along the path of where I'm going, boom, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like and and it's that that's just one of maybe millions of examples of yeah. how how these you know how our future can be grabbed at at any moment. And Senyata used to ask us all the time, "Are you the locomotive or are you the caboose? Are you the locomotive or or are you the caboose?" And I am. I have chosen to ride in the front, and I think that all of us who are uh, on the spiritual journey right now. That's why I play that song Fantastic Voyage at the beginning of the mm-hmm. show. I think all of us have chosen to say we want to come up and be the conductors of our lives versus riding in the caboose. And now not only am I not in charge, but it's a lot of cars in between me and the front. Like I'm getting all the leftovers. This ain't even this ain't even second class. This ain't even coach. Like I'm way in the back by the bathroom on the bus. Don't no, no. Nobody wants to sit back there. You don't know how. When last time somebody emptied the urinals out or anything like that. So yeah. I don't choose, but 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 guess what? It's a choice to be the caboose, just like it's a choice to be the to be the locomotive. You know, yeah, and this and
5: this is where this is where imagination and knowledge come together. One of the things that I love about being a student of uh, Dr. Mitchell Gibson, is the fact that we're talking about this. And to many people, they say, yeah, that sounds good, but how did you do it? The thing is, is that going back to that ancient wisdom of the Kemetic people who used words of power, who knew how to communicate and commune with the sun and the, the stars and uh, ancestors and angelic beings who they knew words of power. They knew how to move reality or how to how to shape reality by having certain information. And this is what I do appreciate and mm-hmm. love about the learning that I've gained uh, under the uh, tutelage of uh, Dr. Gibson and what he will be doing also, also this uh, uh, next Saturday. You know, mm-hmm. we're doing solar words of power and things like that. Is that we are we are being given information, unusual, rare information that actually teaches you how to alter the future. Is a higher (laughs) form of prayer that we we could simply call. But how to alter the future? How to, you know, people talk about we are gods. They say you g, you lu g. That's just philosophy. That's just you know motivational speech, speech, speaking. The question is how to be a oh, God a Goddess. You gotta have certain information, gotta have certain knowledge and you have to know how to how to use that knowledge, how to uh encode that knowledge into your DNA. And I and this is where I believe that people that have an open mind, people that have a mind built around possibility and that nothing is impossible, you know and are able to attract that type of information into their lives where they can become what they talk about, you know. And and, and one of the profound images for me in the movie was, you remember when the little girl Athena, the robot, passed out that medallion and she encoded the medallion or the medallion was encoded to match the girl's DNA. So when she touched it, it gave her an experience. Wow, and, at that's the very cool. end, and at the very and at the very end, when they were passing out those medallions, one thing I did love about this Disney film: notice a lot of the people from various um, countries and language bases and races were a part of that dream community that I view like a Dr. King's the beloved community. In other words, man. What well, I see is the work though, Dr. Gibson's doing and and then other masters too. I wanna to put no since I wanna limit it just to one group. Is is that we are actually I think the spirit is looking for dreamers, looking for in, in inventors, imaginative people. I, people who believe in the idea that there's nothing more powerful than an idea whose time has come. Mm. People who have people who have a vision. Because where there is no vision the people perish. And what we need is to find those, uh, they call them cultural creatives in the, in the New Age language, uh, imaginal sale people, you know, who represent the becoming, who represents the new emerging reality. I believe to a large extent that's what I am in terms of, of, you know, spirituality, is that, that, uh, I represent the 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 caterpillar stage that initiates, that comes from the death of the cocoon worm stage of that which is new, an emerging new spirituality, an emerging new science, an emerging new biology. And these people are all around the world, no matter what color they are, no matter what language they come from, no matter what religion they come from, because everything is in the stage of being upgraded. And what we got to do, you and I and others, we have to find those those people and connect with them. It's one thing they said in that movie, and I, I want to get your response to it, it says, dreamers must stay connected.
2: They must stick together.
5: Must stick together. Dreamers must stick together. That's right. Dreamers must stick together.
2: You have Because heard me. We, represent
5: ahead, the, 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 we, we represent that which is coming forth out of that which is dying. Science is dying. Western science, uh, Newtonian physics is dying, even though we live by it still. Uh, Islam is dying. Christianity is dying. Buddhism is dying. And there are people in those various traditions who are asking questions and who are the key, the dreamers, who are bringing forth a new Christianity, a new Islam, a new Buddhism, a new paganism, a new form, because the world needs those people. And I just hope that what we're talking about today, tomorrow land, is get people to talking and to be encouraged and to start envisioning a whole new world, a whole new religion, a whole new everything. That's what I hope. Your,
2: your hope and... You having faith in it. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing where me and you are so identical. We refuse to quit. We refuse to quit. Like Will Smith said, I have. I agree that I will die on the treadmill. If you get up there beside me on the treadmill, you the only way I'm getting off the treadmill before you is I'm dying. We're not going to quit. You said the, the Gnostic is a seeker. In 2000 and uh, in 2004 I went on a um a, a a spirit-led Native American quest out in Oklahoma and my Native Amer- and when I came back I had been initiated into that particular tribe and my name was or is Sahua Hopoye which means crow seeker. I'm the seeker, you know, like I won't quit. Nothing like so many things came up before I was supposed to go to Oklahoma to, 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 like, go and go on this nature's quest. And I didn't let anything stop me. When we had the Ken Wafu in Los Angeles, I didn't have the uh, funds for a plane ticket. I rode the bus all the way across the country. People ask me, they say, Coach, what's your secret? I say, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to dig till my knuckles bleed because I feel that the earth, as an alchemist, is... The only blood ritual is looking for is not from chickens and goats. It's wanting to see will you give up some blood, sweat, and tears, that old phrase, blood, sweat, and tears, will you cry about it, will you sweat about it, will you dig so much that your knuckles is bleeding, that you're still in here you know, burning the midnight oil, as they say, that you won't give up. And all of a sudden the universe will say, you know what? This is one of our champions, and we need you to go out there with these pins, with these pendants, with these medallions, and And it was funny too, because I'm always looking at the, all the symbolism they gave when um uh um um the first Athena when she opened up her pack originally and gave the girl her last pen, she had eleven other blank spots but when at the end when they gave them the pendants to go out, everybody had nine pins, everybody had nine pins, the number of nine, the number of completions the, the number of the phoenix and the dragon, the number of the resurrection. You no, know, nine months is when you have a baby. This, this 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 whole this whole whole science around nine, and it was in the form of of these children. They still were using that prototype, but an evolved prototype of Athena. So they still had Athena's warlike strategy. They all had martial arts because remember Athena was also kicking butt up in there too. She won't play no games with them. She won't do a bunch of negotiating. You know what I mean? <laughs> Athena, Athena was packing heat, you know? And um, because you did promise them some action in the movie. There's some action in the movie. I know I don't know whether y'all thinking that we're describing a science fiction or nothing, but there's some action in the movie too. And I feel that we are those, we are being empowered with those pens to go out there and make our network even stronger, our network of dreamers, our network of practitioners too. Because remember, everybody who got a pen was actively practicing. And I want to talk to you about that. You notice that she got a pen because she was actively going out there. She was not giving up on her father's dream of being an engineer. And when everybody got a pen at the end, it was a guitar player. He was pursuing his passion. It was a brother who was um, out there, looked like you in about another 30 or 40 years. He was out there in the jungles of Africa watching over the animals. <laughs> and and he was pursuing his passion. There was a sister who was tap dan- or she, she was a ballet dancer. Everyone that got a pin was actively pursuing their passion. Magus, tell me how important is it? And after this, we're going to open the lines up three, four, seven, two, zero, five, nine, zero, eight, nine. If y'all got a question, comment, if anything we've said has been helpful tonight, just press one. We want to hear from the audience. I see we already got one caller on the line, but if anybody wants to contribute, if you've seen the movie and you picked up a jewel, please call in tonight and press one. one, three, four, seven, two, oh, five, nine, zero, eight, nine. But Magus, tell me how important is it? I want you to bring the theolo- theology if you got a Bible verse you can give me out of that scientific, what I call the greatest astrology book ever written, that's how I refer to the Bible, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. I want you to tell <laughs> me how important is act, actively pursuing your passion versus just sitting on your butt dreaming. Because we ain't talking about the sitting on your butt dreaming. Because to me, you got to dream about it, then get up there and go after the dream. Martin Luther King was going after his dream. You weren't just talking about something he had after he smoked the joint. You know, he was actively pursuing it. How important is the active pursuit of your passion in manifesting what you desire to take place in your life? Talk to me about that, please.
5: Oh, yeah, man. That's, you know, passion is everything. You know, it says faith without works is dead.
4: <laughs> I mean you gotta
5: take massive action you gotta make you gotta take massive action because at the moment of the decision your destiny is shaped you have to be about it you got to go get it um, you know you have to you have to you have to get up early sometimes burn stay up late, and you have to be about it you have to pursue it take action um you know, out of the the depth of your heart, your passion, your springs the issues of life. You know, um, it says and um, uh this is so you say get your Bible verse. Um, let me let me give you a real good one. I think it is um, Hebrews chapter eleven, verse six. And check this out. Now, you know whether you come in from a traditional religious perspective is good, or if you want to be an advanced perspective. Of understanding the nature of God, that's even better, in my opinion. But check this out. It says, "But without faith." Now, faith is a verb. It's an action. we're not, mm. about, we're, not, we're, not we're not talking about uh, your doctrine. You know what you believe in. We're talking about what you do. Now it says, it says, "But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe." That he is, and that he is a rewarder. Check this out, of those who diligently
2: seek
6: oh. him. Woo.
2: <laughs> diligently, you didn't say diligently. Did, did diligently. you add that in there, or was that there before you read it? Did you write that in there?
5: No, I didn't write that one this time. <laughs> but um, I've been known to write some in there. But my point is, is that uh, now this one comes straight from. Uh, the book of Hebrews, whoever wrote that, verse 6. And it's a rewarder of those who diligently seek. Diligently seek. so you can't be half-hearted. You can't be lukewarm, you know. You can't be lukewarm. you got to be hot or cold. You know, you have to you have to be about it. You've got to be cold, meaning you, you're trying to cool a person off on a hot day, or you got to be hot. you got to refresh them with a good hot tea. But lukewarm, water. you want to to spit it out because it's Mm. not, it's not, it's not, it's not here nor there. It's somewhere straddling the fence. That's why I say, that's why, that's one of the reasons why, you know, we have deadlines. That's why, uh, the, uh, nature, the forces don't give you, don't give you all day to get it done. (laughs) That's why, that's why, that's why, um, You know, good teachers give you uh, a deadline, a due date. You know when the paper has to be turned in. Because left up to us, we'll sit there and and just procrastinate. You know, before we get it done. But when you got that deadline, when you when you know your end is coming, and you got to stand and give an account for what you have done about it, you got to be about it. When you know mama's coming home at five o'clock, and she wants that house clean, those dishes washed, the bed made, the floor mopped, five o'clock is coming. You got to get it done, and you got to get it done. You got to get it done now.
0: <laughs> you see,
5: that's 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 why passion is important, because at the moment of decision, when you make up your mind. To go left or go right. When you choose this day, that's when your destiny shapes. Boy, i hey man, I'm with you, man. I'm with you,
3: with you. Oh, my you know.
5: This is a dream come true.
0: And the hits just keep on coming.
3: It's awesome, baby.
0: Three
2: four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. You're on the line with Magus Richard Bullard of WWW Gnosis Matters. Matters. If you have not been up on your Gnostics and you don't know what the word means, this is a living example. I like Webster's Dictionary, but sometimes I need a living example. Please check them out www.gnosismatters.com. Go over. Matter of fact, let me help you navigate. I want you to do better than just go on over there. Ain't enough for me. I want you to go over there, click on the menu, go to products, and jump on that and uh, jump on that first aid kit. You got the spiritual first aid kit one and the spiritual first aid kit two. Don't tell me you don't need some protection for your home and your family. Don't tell me you don't need some uh, first a first aid for your prosperity and for your health. And then also for those of you who are a little more serious. And a little more intelligent about this path, you also can receive your Magi power sigils, the level one, your angelic talismans, your spiritual tools, your books, and counseling. What emperor that's ever had any bit of success, what king or leader of any dynasty in the world has has not had a council where he could go and say, I need to talk to somebody? My favorite verse, Proverbs 3 5 should be commandment, Proverb, no, Proverb, uh, Six five should be commandment number one. Lean not on your own understanding. If you think you're the smartest person in the room, you are in trouble. You're in trouble. (laughs) You're in trouble. Listen, you cannot be... Your team ain't going nowhere. You're going to be like the Utah Jazz, and I ain't throwing them up. Somebody on there is not thinking clearly. You know, L.A. Clippers, but somebody's not... They ain't brought in somebody who's smarter than everybody. Somebody on there think they're the smartest. So please, please, please... The brother is so, so thorough and official in his connection with himself, his almost brutal honesty. One thing about I can just I can co-sign 20 times he won't lie to you, and he don't have any sugar for your coffee. All he got is the black. Uh, you have to bring your own cream, but maggots don't have any sugar for you. He's going to tell you exactly what it is. And what I really love is, like myself, he breaks it down from a high level to eye level. When you finish with a consultation with this brother, you are going to know exactly what your next one, two, and three steps are. So as I always say too, don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. Don't sit around there and be confused that you're trying to figure it all out. I, 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 I. Ain't no I in team. I'm bringing people. I've always brought people on my show that are all about teamwork, making the dream work. Te- and then you can say dream work makes the team work. This brother is somebody who you can be officially confident in that is going to give you the tools and let you know, and his humility. If it's something that he can't handle, he's not going to fake the funk on a nasty dump. He was say, hey, and, but he still knows where you can go to take care of whatever that is, you know, the, whatever the issue is. So please, 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 if, if it's relationships, if you're having an issue with your scripture, if you just need some guidance and something about raising children, the brother has daughters. He has one expected on the way. Congratulations on the new life force that has chosen you and your new queen. Congratulations. Where's my round of applause? Hold on that. Huh? Get it up. Let's get it up.
3: It's awesome, baby.
2: He's not a one-time or a two-time or a three-time father. He's working on a four-time father, ladies and gentlemen, so If there's something that you need counseling on about spirituality and raising children so they can be prosperous and be healthy and helping, you know, uh, protect them and guide them, but not through your fears, but by things that you know um, are very wise for them, I I really, really suggest that people check out Magus Bullet, man, as soon as possible. Um, Let me get over on the line. I I got people over here who want to talk to us and give us some feedback. Uh, first call of the night, four zero four eight six five. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh,
1: yes, my name is Tony, and I'm calling from Georgia. How are y'all What's doing I... this evening? Oh, doing well, hey, Tom. Tony,
2: doing well, doing well. What's happening, big brother? How you feeling?
1: Man, I feel great, man. I'm, I'm eating this up. It, it, there no, there, I, I, first of all, I want to commend you, Coach. Uh, I was trying to reach out to you today. Because I went and saw the movie, the creator, of the universe has never made a mistake, and there's no such thing as coincidences. I saw the movie today. I literally, oh, I, I saw it today, <laughs> and I was telling somebody about everything that you. I'm sitting up here lip syncing what you guys are saying because <laughs> I just got through telling somebody the same thing. I said, if "You drop what you're doing, especially black people, not people of color, and all those other." Black people, okay. What we commonly refer to as black people, ins, homies, whatever. They need to see it because we've been set up collectively, not all, not all of us, but collectively. So I'm not gonna. I just want to make a quick couple of statements, and then I got a question for the guest, and I'm gonna reach out to him, coach. You know how we do it, man. And this is this is a beautiful thing. It's time, gentlemen. You know you both know it because I'm sitting here listening to you, and I'm 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 just absorbing it. It's time. Um, that movie has so many pearls in it. It's like a jewelry store, okay? <laughs> and, I, I, Coach, you know me a uh, little about my story. I, I could have made that movie. You could have made that movie. Gentleman With you could have made that movie. Mitchell Gibson could have made that movie. And the Vanguard, the created Vanguard, because a lot of people are pretending to be Vanguard, but they're stuck. They're stu- you can. You can't study a future you have to make a future you can't save a future you have to make a future because how can you save something that is 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 in the ether that is in a that that's fluid you don't you can't say well i'm going to save our future that's a setup for failure and that's what has happened to some of the people on this planet but particularly close to home is people that look like you we darker than blue so let me say this Today I was sending a uh, potential client some pictures of some work that I've done. I'm, I'm a designer by trade. I did a logo that looked like that badge. I forgot all about it. It just came up, and I said, "Oh, I'll send him this. <laughs> the, the logo I can send it to you, Coach. I'll send it to you. You know, I'm not just saying it to sound deep. I did a logo that looked just like that badge. And guess what? The logo was set against the logo was. I did the logo in 2006. The logo was set against the. Uh, a, a storm cloud And the the, co- the company was thundercloud So I, I know that something's going on and, and this all happened today So what I really enjoyed About the movie Was the fact that imagination Which has been kind of one of the taglines For one of my companies Imagination is the key I even have a workshop called The Imagination at Work I am a strong proponent of the right brain Analysis paralysis is how the most Wisest of people have gotten caught up because imagination is more important than knowledge, as your, your guest has alluded to. My question to you both is a question I have to myself: uh, I, Is how do how do you guys how do you see the world? of Tomorrowland, because th- there was so much in it. I-, I could I could just go on and on and on, but I want other people to get their chance as well. But how do you guys see, you can't make anybody do anything. There's a lot of people out here that want to save people. You can't save anybody. They have to save themselves. How do you guys see the signal that we are getting through the DNA? How do you guys see that signal transforming what is the the transforming the landscape that's that is to come because i I see it taking form following your passion following your dream how do you guys either of you uh how do you see people responding to that dna and what can we do not to make somebody whose personal choice is to stay asleep some people just want to see if going over the cliff is going to make things all right that's okay it's no wrong answer but those that are getting the signal, what can we do, in either of your opinions, to enrich them on their journey without giving them? You can't take a sprout that just shows up that you know it's going to be an apple tree one day and just start dousing it with 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 fertilizer for apple apple trees. You have to you have to nurture it. So, what do you guys see as some specific um, tangibles to nurture this 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 wave of energy that is activating the critical mass of us that are uh, that are that are waking up, I and mean, then those of us who I, I count you two gentlemen in this company, the vanguard, who our assignment is not to be dogmatic over anybody, or big I, little you, or I'm the all-knowing swami Because none of us know. We're in new territory now, so none of us knows what is to come because this is the whole thing is, is getting a reset. So that's my question. And I wanna thank you both. Uh coach, I'll talk to you later and to your guest. I'm gonna reach out to him. I'm gonna to go to your website. I'm gonna uh look at your product line and I will reach out to you and, and hopefully we can build together. But I, I appreciate you both for what you're doing and coach, man, after tonight I mean, I just, I'm, I'm I'm already was amped up. I mean, I, I click on your, I see you're online, and you guys are talking about the movie Tomorrowland. One last thing I'd like to say before you guys answer that. I also saw Age of Ultron. I finally got a chance to see it. You haven't really spoke about it, but I process things from the right brain first and then into the analytic. It's not a coincidence. Age of Ultron is actually part of this. It's not a coincidence they put these movies out in the same time zone also not a coincidence, but I'll, I'll take your answer off the air, and thank you both for, for, for the work that you're doing.
6: Hey,
2: thank you, Big Brother Tony. I appreciate it. Uh, Magus Bullet, you the guest, so I'm going to let you go up first as the Vanguard through this message that we have been that's been channeling down through the movie. You know, what do we do as members of the Vanguard? I'm going to let you go first.
5: <clears throat> um, I just want to uh, thank Tony for that uh, very insightful question. It is, you know, after you get inspired and then you look back at the reality of uh, what where we are and what we have to deal with then the question comes in, okay, which way do we go? Where do we go from here? And um I just want to say to a response to his question, um, you know, you know, Demia, she's a friend of both, you know, she's probably my personal friend, she's a friend of yours as well. She would say this. She says, "Master, master teachers don't argue." That's that's her quote. (laughs) I know you heard it before because she told me she told you that. (laughs) And so, and so, I just want to say that's a good thing because you know I don't spend half of my life arguing people about trying to convince them to study this, to look at this, to go here. And so, I have recently. Uh, walked away from that line of, uh, of approach. Um, you know, Bobby Hemick would say that, uh, you know, we all don't wake up at the same time. Jesus put it this way, uh, win the winnable, reach the reachable. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but mm. win the winnable, reach the reachable. That's where we have to put our emphasis on there's a parable in the Bible where it says a sower went out and sowed seed, and some seed fell on stony ground, some seed fell on, um, you know, thorny ground, some seed fell on, you know, um, shallow ground, some seed fell on good ground. We have to like that girl. We have to take our medallions, our pins, our pins, you know, our ideas, and we cast it. And to those who are willing and to those who are ready, to those who are winnable, to those who are reachable, they will respond. When the winnable, reach the reachable. Find those who are searching, find those who are who are questioning, find those who are reaching, who are diligently seeking and work with them. Let the sleeping, let the babies drink the. Continue to sleep.
0: Woo-wee
5: boy, I
2: see
3: you. Hey, hold on. You know I gotta go. Here. It's awesome, baby.
0: And the hits just keep on coming. Hey, hey,
2: hey. That is why. I, that's why. I, that's why I keep you on speed dial, because you know how to phrase it in like just even just my feelings, you know, being using discernment. To me I just I I just gotta dovetail behind you and say, being available, I gotta they give credit to Abraham Lincoln. I don't know if he said it or not. He said, but if I had eight hours to cut down a tree, I would spend six hours sharpening my axe. I spend a lot of time being ready for when a person who is awake or awakening, who is thirsty, who's willing to do the work, and who resembles me at an earlier part of my own journey, approaches me, and I'm ready to pass the baton on. And using discernment not to give the baton to somebody who's not ready. Like you said, when the baby comes, I can't give the baby steak. I got to let him keep drinking milk. But for those who are ready, I think those of us who are a part of the Vanguard, who are receiving the messages, who are looking at something clear as day that the establishment of Walt Disney had no inclination or incentive on me doing a show tonight decoding Tomorrowland. They did it. They, they had no... They're like, no, that's not what we want. But it happened anyway. So for uh, for me to get that message, I think that I have to continue to break it down From high level to eye level, I have to show people that what's really going on is what I call Operation Mustache, because it's happening right underneath our noses. A lot of people are going to, you know, may let their prejudices say, you know what, I ain't messing with Disney because he's this, 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 and the third, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be an example of not wearing rose-colored glasses. To be able to show people as an example that I am a seeker and that I'm a seeker, he's a seeker. Wouldn't you like to be a seeker too? You know, we gotta make seeker look cool. All of those children that went out in the end, they look cool and they approach cool, forward thinking people. So as the vanguard, I'm just dovetailing, you know, the MAGAs, I am gonna make sure that I don't cast my pearls unto swine or unto thorny ground. I'm looking for fertile ground, but I'm also I'm also making myself findable. Like I'm using the tools. You, they saw me back at the beginning of May. I did a webinar on how to on how to um, on how to read your own astrology chart. I'm gonna be doing at least another twenty webinars before the end of this year. That's 20 webinars in six months. I'm going to also meet them where they are because these these dreamers are on YouTube. These dreamers are online, on their phones, on their tablets. I'm going to take it to them as a vanguard. We have to meet them at least a portion of the way. And I'm going to still codify some of my lingo, just like a Mason, just like a Rosicrucian. I'm going to still codify some of my lingo so that people say, you know what, when I hear him talk, I feel a resonance in the energy that he's giving off. I'm telling you, Tony. When I the first time I heard Magus Bullet behind the pulpit, I ain't been to pool been to church since the last time somebody told me to have fried chicken on Sunday, and that's been a long time. <laughs> and when I went up in there, he 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 didn't make it up because I was in The program in the program it says the Tao of Jesus, T A O. I said, wait a minute. Who's talking about the dial in church down here in Pine Bluff, Arkansas? He wasn't in New York or California. He was in the Bible Belt. He was in the in, in the pit. And On I the
0: said, belt buckle,
2: huh? On the belt buckle. The belt buckle. <laughs> not the not the waistline. Not around the edge or the back. He was a belt buckle.
0: Hey,
5: uh, yeah. that being too dramatic.
2: No, no. I was there. Tony wasn't there. I was there. You can, I, I was there. I got the video. Shelly taped it. Shelly, Shelly, run the tape, Shelly. Run the tape, Shelly. You saying it? I know she's listening. We're gonna, we're gonna, we going pull the evidence in for, for uh uh for the for, for the for the for the audience to see. But I felt the vibration, and what I know is nothing succeeds like success. So I'm going to continue to model myself at the current and previous masters who have had success in awakening people. And one of the things that I'm gonna do that I learned from. Three people. Now this 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 technique right here, Master Senyata, Master Mitchell Gibson, and Athena. When they was in the truck, the girl kept Chloe kept asking questions, and she said, "If you keep asking questions, I'm gonna go into shutdown mode," because she was saying your faith is getting weak and you're wearing my battery. And Master Mitchell Gibson, part of that,
1: that's right.
2: Master Mitchell Gibson said, "I came to teach you, not give you all the answers." Thank
4: you. I came
2: to guide you, to show you something, but you still have to awaken the divinity yourself. And she shut down. It wasn't that she didn't have the answers. She was like, "What are you gonna do? You ain't working your own muscle." And that's the and that's the reason why so many of us are in that particular state right now is because we want somebody to give us all the answers. I see Master on his Facebook page; he be giving out jewels, giving out jewels, and all of a sudden. Somebody will refuse to think and they'll start asking questions that they may have figured out and they will put another 45 seconds of thought in. And then all of a sudden the thread is over. You know what I mean? So I'm going to emulate that as well. I'm not here to give people all the answers. I'm here to be an example and I'm here to be a guide. And I'm going to stay passionate about my mission. And that way I'm going to attract other people who are passionate I'm going to stay honest. I'm going to stay at a high level of integrity. And I'm not going to put no brakes on. I'm not slowing down the train. Dr. Maxwell Nardi said the train has already left the station. Master Indeed. Gibson wrote, what, four or five books last year in 12 months? You see all the information he put out and all the products he put out? He ain't taking his foot off the gas. He ain't slowing down. He just wrote a ruby tablet. Mm-hmm. Everybody talking about the Emerald tablets. I didn't even know there was a ruby tablet. And now, no. I'm going to emulate, I'm a, nothing succeeds like success. So, Tony, thank you for that question. Let me give you one, one more your round of applause.
3: It's awesome, baby.
2: I got to get over here and answer a couple more of these calls. I talk to you later on this evening, Tony. You know I'm going to be up.
1: Peace. All right, peace.
2: All right. Whew. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please stay on the line. If you are in the chat room, you need to call in because in five minutes we're going to the after party. I ain't going to keep Reverend Bullet up too long. I don't know what time he gets up in the morning, but I'm going to get to these. I got two more callers that I see right now. We're going to get to them. But to listen to what we have to say, that, um, if you're on the computer, the line will cut off. But if you are on the phone, 347 9089 you'll still be able to hear. So I want to honor my guests who do have their hands raised and take their comments, questions, or feedback, and then we're going to get out of here. If you are on the phone, do not hang up. Do not hang up. If you're in the chat room, please call in within the next four minutes. Now, call us from the uh, 313-551, your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please?
7: Hello, this is Ebony calling from Detroit. Hi, Ebony from Detroit. Hi, how are you guys doing tonight?
0: Doing great,
7: Anthony. That's great. Um, I didn't see the movie just yet, but one thing that uh, you did say, Brother Magus, was, um, in order to be the God and Goddess, you have to have the tools, and you have to know how to use them. Oh my goodness! I think I was like nineteen or twenty when I first found this information, so I literally tried to cram everything into my head, and it didn't work. <laughs> So it's just kind of like now being 26 and just trying to, you know, do what I can but not overload myself is really like the big, you know, big challenge. So I would like to thank Kyir for always just, you know, being there for me and coaching me through crazy situations and everything. And, you know, just thankful for this show tonight because I needed it. Thank you. Thank you.
5: What
2: was one of the other – Tell me tell me how you're gonna apply that tomorrow. Because you know I'm always testing students when they come. You heard Maggie say oh, okay. you gotta have the tools. So tell him, give him feedback on how you're going to apply the wisdom that he shared with you tonight.
7: Well, when I get well tomorrow I'll just speak about tomorrow. Um, first thing when I do, I'm gonna get up and be grateful for everything that I have, and then I'm gonna meditate and visualize the things that are supposed to come to me, or the things that I need in my life to continue to grow. And then from there, I'm just gonna live my life to my highest self all day.
2: Mm, wonderful, wonderful. And, and 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 what about you've always? How, how many times have you heard me say no whining and complaining ever? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all the time. So I want you to make sure that. Optimizing your environment is also a a tool that I want you to incorporate. That means when you hear somebody else uh, pole-mouthing or whining and complaining or whatever, I want you to do your best to get away from them. Get away from them. Avoid rather than join is one of the phrases. You ain't got to join somebody just because they're miserable. You understand what I'm saying?
7: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: So I definitely appreciate you for tuning in tonight. And we thank you and um let me know when you see the movies because we want to hear your feedback from what you pick up too. Sure.
7: Thank you. Right. Okay, I will. All right. Thank you. Peace. All right, peace.
3: It's awesome, baby. Call her from the
2: nine five one three seven four. I think that's my big brother out there on the west coast. What's happening, nine five one? I get your name and where you, you call know. from,
4: please? You know what it is, Coach. It's big man coming from the west coast. So um <laughs> real quickly, you know how my questions are and first of all, I want to give uh, respect and praise for this conversation on every level. I have to go highlight things and review them because there's so many so much depth in each statement that you guys had from the aspect of studying knowledge, um, ancient knowledge in modern times and how that applies and people who are seekers and how ancient knowledge in the Quran, ancient knowledge in the Holy Bible, all these things are, they have certain threads that the person who is trying to evolve himself spiritually is not about your physical being, even though it might be that aspect in the DNA. And as you change your mind, certain things activate and you become clearer in your awareness. And the aspect of your presence right now it's formulated by the things that you do and the practices that you that you speak of and you become aware of. And as like you said as with a teacher, a teacher's job is not to mess and give you the answer. When you said that you talked about me in not only in church but when I got to college. And I kept raising my hand and I saw the classmates kinda of like they didn't want me this they have a like a high school mentality. And I was trying, really trying to get the information. And I was kind of like, I'm paying for this, and I'm trying to get the information. But I kind of stood out because I had somebody impart information on me and made me know something that I thought I knew. I didn't really know because I didn't put the the effort into the depth of whatever that subject matter is. And it seemed to be to me to be like a rarity, and that's something I battle with. And like I said, for whatever reason. Um, my spiritual signal went off. I was not supposed to be listening to this show, having to check my Facebook. Went to the Angel of Lights, they had like the previous show. Coach, you know every time I, I can get your show I'm gonna get it. And I've told you before, um, Reverend Boyd, when he's on, the first time I, I listened to the, the gentleman, coach he gave me his, his uh his background what have you, I listened to him and I I felt the aspect of everything that we're saying, because when you start saying Taoism and Christ and that synergy, I was like, "Wait a minute!" And, and you're in the Bible though, and you're talking about that. And then the way you break <laughs> it down, the way you break it down, certain people are going to be able to perceive it, and some people are not. But you put it out there, just like you say in the movies, they put it out there. And coach, uh, under being on your tools, you don't get crowded by certain hangups that you might have, because it's not in your benefit, and I'm sitting here. I'm like all these questions that you guys are talking about the future and the um, the, the presence, and is is your future predestined? And if it's predestined, that's a a systematic thought process as if you don't do or make decisions on a day-to-day basis that can change the outcome. And it's kind of like. It seems like a simple concept, but people don't understand. The things that they invest in are going to manifest themselves tenfold, and you, and you do share the information. And there is, a, um, there is a, a magnifying of understanding when you discuss and you elaborate. And like I said, all the stuff that you're saying, even the aspect of you know, the, the different brains, the right brain and left brain, I know that by listening, this is what a lot of people do, they listen to stuff. And in the learning process, when you write it down, something in your mind changes when you write it down and has a different effect on your ability to learn. That's why notes are so important. I don't know what it's about the human DNA, but as you write it down or if you put it into pictures, your body or your mind, your mind and your brain, I'm still trying to debate on that, how those two correlate. Um, it causes it causes something to to definitely evolve or be different. And like I said, I don't really want to really go on a tangent. I have a real quick question. Now you started talking uh Doctor I'm not Dr. Reverend Bullard. you start talking about the future. Um and I haven't seen the movie and this concept was meant to present to me. Um, and it goes with the aspect of choices. In a lot of movies we have time travel we're on that certain line and we go back in that line and we change change it. Now, what if we start talking about the aspect of decisions in the sense that every decision, I'm I'm trying to bring in something that Dr. Uh, Mitchell Gibson brought about, saying that there's so many pieces of sand and there's so many different universes uh, in existence compared to what's more. There's more universes than there sands on the beach, which right. is kind of a hard to understand. But when you put that into a correlation, so it's kind of like I'm here today on Sunday, and by making the choice to listen to this program and, and tune and listen to it, it changed who I was and my spirit compared to if I didn't. And if I write stuff down about what I saw, it's going to change it again. So it's kind of like every decision you're making, you're creating Different aspects of yourself. You're in the driver's seat the whole time. Does that make any sense? Um, Is that in some like you said? Is that some creative thinking? And this is unexplored territory. But does that make sense to you, sir? It makes a whole lot of sense
5: to me. You know, and just to uh, put it into kind of another movie context. You remember um, what's that movie Michael J. Fox was in? Back to the Future.
0: Mm. Yeah.
5: And, And. Remember that movie? And how when they would go back, the decision to go back to a past, uh, it created another timeline. Remember that? Correct, 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 correct. And so so what they're dealing with and dramatizing is the question that rises up in um, quantum physics uh, is uh, super string theory. And, 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 And that is, you know the traditional copenhagen uh, let me say the copenhagen interpretation of the power of source uh many worlds view um uh parallel universes you know w- the idea even in the movie tomorrowland um the 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 issue of time can be you can you can time not only Goes forward, our ability to be able to to read time or be able to manipulate time because time is relative is we can go forward and see what's happening. A line, a, 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 we can ta- a, we can we can tap into a, a line of consciousness that's what we call future, um, and we can also go back. That's the whole thing of why they mentioned tachyon Okay. And so, mm. and, and so. Um, um, now, obviously, you have to have a consciousness to be able to uh, be timeless, and there's an aspect of us that is timeless. This is how we talk about that we can create a reality. We can speak from our timeless nature, you know, and be God, tap into the God above God. You have this is why I'm, this is what I'm saying is that we have to imagine that, which comes by revelation, insight, inspiration. And then we also have to know the mathematics of that. We have to know the science of that, where we can actually begin to master that. But, yeah, in the beginning, we have to begin to imagine that, dramatize that, do movies on that, um, theorize on that. And then in time, and then in time, That left brain will begin to listen to that right brain, and it will begin to uh, discover the means of that. Um, You you understand what I'm saying? And so, oh, I
4: most
5: definitely uh, do. I understand
4: exactly what you're saying because they they
0: it is possible in dreams.
5: That's right in dreams because they are not loaded down in this in this time sequence
3: where it's very
5: rigid, past, present, future, allow us to be able to go into other dimensions. And the more you tap into um, your spiritual DNA with those, like the what Ty and I work with are those um, highly-powered medallions, they trigger something in you that is what we call your spiritual DNA that allows you, it activates, in other words, it activates your pineal gland and it allows it allows us to go into other dimensions, you know, higher dimensions where time is not so solidified or calcified or or, or structured pliable. And, and 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 uh Master Gibson has shown us how to do that. You know, there are certain words of power that allow you to go into those rams uh and you can pull down products, ideas, vision you know, of uh, uh concepts and bring them back into this world.
4: Yeah. So, gotcha. Most definitely. And like I said, I, I, I enjoy your page. I definitely going to probably purchase some of your products. Coach, you know, uh, I've, I've, I've watched your so listened to your shows a long time. I'm going to put it out here. You're talking about a webinar. I'm going to bring you back to LA sometime in August. If that's, if that's cool with you, because <laughs> we got to go watch that movie. We never got a chance to see, but, um, I appreciate you, gentlemen. Uh, Very, very, very thought-provoking conversation. Uh, A lot to study, a lot to expand upon, a lot to just let process. And like I said, I thank you guys for – I kind of fiend for this stuff. And then when I get it, it's kind of like I have a – like you guys were talking about cooking earlier. Uh, I'm satisfied and full right now, okay? I'm satisfied and full with what I've got. And I'm waiting for the next meal, so I appreciate you, gentlemen. And I, and I, I wish you guys safe travels to the seminar um, in Houston. And I'll, I will talk to you guys soon.
3: It's awesome, right, baby.
2: Thank you, Ben. I appreciate all your support, Big Brother, and uh, get me back to LA. He's plying. You're creating a future. You, he already said it, you know. You accepting that as it's already being done. So, I'm in the building. I'm, I'm already looking at my return flight. You know, whatever the mission <laughs> is, brother. Don't even don't, uh, don't even worry about it. I'll talk to you soon. All right.
4: Peace, peace. Thanks, sir. All right, peace.
5: Whew. boy,
2: boy, 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 boy. Well, Magus, uh, man, uh, what do you? What do you think about tonight's show? We had we, we we had a couple people call in with some feedback. You know, me and you had some pretty good dialogue. What's what's your commentary? Wrap it up for me tonight. What do you think uh what do you think about tonight's uh B code?
5: It's awesome, baby. And um <laughs> hey man <laughs> You know, I enjoyed it man, you know, um I was following a a good friend of mine earlier tonight, uh and oh today rather, and they were telling me about this other movie, man, that I got to find. So it's gonna it's an instant cult classic uh it's called Ex machina and it's and uh they were breaking down some real deep science to me about um man, uh, it breaking down some deep science to me about you know this thing about artificial intelligence as the replacement for um, the next level of what let's say people who don't have souls. Are trying to create uh, and bring into this uh world a a kind of man, if you will, a soulless man through artificial intelligence, and they're doing it by as it was explained to me by giving this particular type of intelligence power to imagine or to reason by using all the profiles of people on social media like Google, like Facebook, using our profiles to program it into the mind or the brain of an artificial intelligent robot being. Um and 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 say this is already in the works uh I'm not gonna say no more because obviously uh they know more about it than I do, and so i'm 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 doing some research on on this type of intelligence as a alternate to humans uh, as a matter of fact, people are talking about this and they're calling it homo- te- homo technus erectus or something like that so in this movie there's this movie called Ex Machina is a um it plays off the Eve Littless uh mythology. And um, so I gotta check that
2: out. I'm already out. hey, my man um my man Jason, um my man um, my man Jason is on Instagram and he he gets the movies like even like whether they just got to the movies or he already got a copy. And so what he did was he already started putting um like 15 second 15 second clips of the movie together and the craziest part is you're talking about the exact scenes that he got on his page like all and he put them up there on May 17th. So I'm already going, you know, I'm a researcher. So I'm already and a dot I like calling myself a dot connector. So I'm already climbing them. So when you get off, I'm already putting them in a the place right on your page so you'll be able to there will be all yeah, in order for you. And you'll be able to be like and they're like in all they're like in 15 second bikes. So I don't have yeah. I don't have the movie. I'm going to let you go to the movies and see it. I can get it cuz he sent it to me. I just I, I just wasn't home to download it but um mm-hmm. i i can um i can definitely when i get my hands on it on a copy of it i could i could send it to you but this one is um like you said it's an instant cult classic this one is an instant cult classic right here you hit it right on the head and so here's my here's my ultimate setup question with all of this stuff because i believe in sequence of events and no such thing as an accident the the Avengers comes out, then X Machina comes out, then Dreamland comes out, and then Solar Words of Power is about to come out.
5: Yeah. What
0: you got, yeah. What you
2: What you got to say with these successions of events? With-
5: well, you know, these are <laughs> these are uh, synchronicities that people who are attuned and aware pick up on. But um, I'm going to reserve um, my thoughts about the connection of the Solar Words of Power Seminar uh, next Saturday in Houston and its connection to uh, X Machina and Tomorrowland. I'm going to reserve that. Um, well, I'm, I just want to hear about I'm, your anticipation.
2: I don't want you to give me like oh, your you. is not it? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay,
5: okay, okay. Thank you, thank you. You gave me some yeah. relief in Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that man. Um yeah, I'm excited about it, man. It's, it's, this is big, man. This is really big. This is big. All I can tell you put your put your big boy pants on. And um Hey man. Um this is huge. This is huge. Now this is kinda of what what we're gonna what what we're gonna get next next weekend, man. Uh we're gonna have to privately talk about that first cuz I don't think we can talk about this publicly in in at in, in this forum because man this is uh, this is otherworldly stuff man and um we have to you know what did they say? dreamers have to stick together
2: dreamers got to stick together um,
5: this is this I would say when we finish the conference next Saturday right People we gotta have we gotta set up a uh, a group talk and you know, not do what like we did last time, do a bunch of playing and um and jumping around. We gotta right. have a serious talk. Right. Okay. But so there's time out for, you know, you know, the putting on cosmic uh, shows and entertainment and everything. We can do that when we get home. But while we are there at that conference uh, I believe that we need to sit down and have some serious talk of application and and uh, of this particular information. Uh, this is huge. This is really huge. Nothing to play with. Nothing to play with. Trust me on that.
2: Mm-mm-mm-mm. You ain't never gave me no – you ain't never ch- uh, 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 steered me in the wrong direction, brother, because you know what I say.
3: It's It's awesome, baby!
2: it's sure going to be it's it's going to be something serious right here. I think let me, hold on for a second. Let me see if Tony put his hand back up right quick before we get out of here. Tony, did you put your hand back up? Did you co- go down and come back up?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I sure did. I got a quick question. All right. I I got a quick question because you just said something. You, there's no the the cosmic shows and the $25 words and all that kind of stuff was cute, but that's like kindergarten. You just said something brother, and I, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. So my, my last contribution to this, and, and we've got to get together, because there's some things. The dreamers need to stick together. I've been teaching people how to have lucid dreams and create reality on this side for the last 15 years. It's not a joke. It's, it's the most powerful tool that people have, a lot of people are more scared of that than they are of magic, and you both know how scared of magic they are. My question is this: What if, what if we are actually we we've, we've been taught this, we've been teaching it, we've been building on it? What if the finals, the course that we're on right now, if this was a course, if if somebody, whoever the day is, forces of light, dark, good, evil, yin yang, whatever. But what if the Course is about creating the new reality in totality? What if the Most High, the Omni-Being, what if in this epoch, this go-around, it wants to experience its infinite existence and experiences in a physical format? Now, you guys, let, let absorb what I just asked. We've always been taught, and ancient's taught us that, we spend a certain amount of time in the material manner world and nine tenths of us exist in the etheric infinite world of imagination and infinite possibilities. What if in this mm-hmm. next episode it's going to be flip-flopped? So it's all going to be on the physical side. Can you imagine what a physical infinite possible world would be like? Because I, I'm, I that movie isn't going to leave me alone and I know why. Because I, as a creative, I've been taking ideas, writing them down. The other caller, the brother, just got off from L.A. in my hometown. He said, "You got to use these muscles. You bring the stuff out of the ether and write." So I want to ask you both again. Maybe we don't answer it tonight. Maybe you're right, brother. Maybe this isn't the place yet. But what if we're creating, not just being led, not just waking up and, and moving around? But what if it's we? What if the what if we are the eggs? This imagination. What if we are the eggs, the bubble? What if we are creating the new, omniverses, but it's going to be physical infinity versus etheric infinity? Does that make sense? Am I making any sense to you, gentlemen? Or y'all can. Am I? Am I? Am, is my question being understood?
5: All I want to say is, hold on to that thought. Keep that yes. up.
1: Yes. Oh, I am. Oh, I am. Coach, I tell you, <laughs> I, we need to talk, brother. But uh, I just wanted to put <laughs> that out there for the family. It's, we're, we're, we're not in Kansas anymore. We are not in Kansas anymore. That's all I'm saying. Thank you both again for the work that we continue to do.
5: Thank you, and we do need to deal.
1: Oh, yes,
0: yes, 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 yes.
5: Come on, it's awesome,
3: it's baby. It's awesome,
5: baby.
0: And the hits just keep on coming.
2: That's one of my secret weapons right there coming out of the chamber, uh, uh, Reverend Bullard. Like, it's almost frightening to imagine me, you, and him in the same room. Like, that's who put me on Blog Talk five years ago. He don't even never. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember you, know, you telling he don't me that, yeah. That's him. That's him. He'll never take credit. He'll never go be like, yeah, I put Coach on the radio. So and so. He do He just be in the cut. Like he and 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 then. But he's also the secret drill sergeant for Coach. He like keep. He like finding his eleven size eleven up in between my gluteus maximus to make sure I'm on to the next thing. You know what I mean? So well, you know. Oh uh,
5: you know, man, um, one of the hallmarks of a person with high, high self esteem is that. They can do things behind the scenes and not be seen in order to take credit. That's a person with high self esteem.
2: Poof. Well, it sounds like y'all I mean.
5: He's
0: that's
2: him. You done already described him. Have you ever heard of this group? I'ma just I'm gonna just now, now now this is gonna be crazy now. You can just give me a quick yes or no. Have you ever heard of the group Mandrill? No. You never heard of Mandrill?
5: No, I don't think so.
2: It's a singing group.
5: Yeah, I figured I that much. Um,
2: okay, okay, no, okay. No, man, I mean,
5: it, it may be somewhere in a, on, on some file, um, but, man, you guys done, done got my brain spinning and moving tonight, man. Um, you know, I can't find that file right now, Mandrill. Well,
2: no, 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 it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. It's, it's going to come to you when you snap your fingers and be like, oh. OK, so don't don't worry, because that's that's like he's a because I know both of y'all are human jukeboxes, not beatboxes, jukeboxes. Like for you, you know, he's a. I mean, I, I I know both of y'all do Earth, Wind and Fire. Y'all do, you know, do uh,
5: like
2: Frankie Beverly and stuff like that. But I know for yeah. you, when that when that Chuck D come on, when that Public Enemy come right, don't on. I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to say nothing. But I just, like I said, <laughs> human human, human jukeboxes. So uh, yeah. it's, it's just that both of y'all, you know what I'm saying, resonating on that chord. It's just an honor for me to even have y'all to um, to even link up like this. So I got some some just – now my mind is going – because I know he already – he waiting on me to hang up the phone now. He waiting on the show to get over and yeah. my phone to ring. It ain't going to take him about 12 seconds. So, um, yeah, for,
5: for, yeah for, I got to uh, work on, I got to
2: connect. connect with some, with some people. Okay. So for me tonight, home. brother, I, I just want to say, I thank you for coming on, for taking the time out, you know what I'm saying? To just, uh, lend your wisdom to my audience, to lend your vision, you know, to help, you know, um, as a member of the Vanguard, uh, uh, angels of light representing the pillars of my art, the Ty- or Tybro family. Thank you so much for coming on and just sharing your divine aspects so more people can catch on to how us dreamers got to stick together, how they can be empowered, and how we can keep lighting flames. One candle would never start complaining because he lit other candles up. So I thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, I'll see you down there in Houston next week.
5: All right, man. Thanks, Coach.
2: All right, brother, talk
5: to you
3: All right, peace. All right. It's awesome, baby! wee
2: Well, 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 well. Man, I love radio. That's That's really all I can say. Like, this is so much of me and how I feel right now. I'm just sitting here with my headphones on. Yes, I got my headphones on. I got to go ahead and just, I got to do my endorsements right off the bat. Uh, First off, uh, if you want to hear some of the best old school music and some of the realest science that's broken down from high level to eye level, go to uh, Light 08 Radio on Blog Talk uh, Radio. You can just type in Light, L-I-G-H-T, the number zero, the number eight radio. Put that on Blog Talk and you'll have an archive that will take you to a whole nother level on many levels if you want to relax if you want to get deep if you want to get serious if you want to laugh or have fun i want to definitely let y'all go over to light 08 radio um if there's anybody out here that's interested in taking their internet marketing game to another level dealing with your graphics dealing with websites dealing with animation um Send the email to light08radio at gmail. This is totally unsolicited. Now, ain't nobody never, he ain't tell me to do this or nothing, but you know, only if you're serious. If you need graphics, if you need some animation, if you're uh, ready to just take your game to an automated level online and you want somebody who's not going to play around with you, who's going to be serious about it, uh, light08radio at gmail. Say, I heard about you on Coach K's show. He may give you another email. Leave your phone number and just say, hey, I need, and put in what you need, and um, I promise you, I promise you, you'll be moving from the mediocre, you'll be moving from pretender to contender in a matter of minutes after that conversation. Also, uh, uh, www.treeoflifeheadphones.treeoflifeheadphones.com. The sigil headphones are in, the rosewood the 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 sound quality the microphone I have done this entire show with these headphones on I've been listening to them ever since I got them last week just I, I'm phone conversations internet broadcasts listening to music it's just so much about these headphones I want everybody to experience um, I advise you get them tonight before uh, they're a hundred dollars off before. Tomorrow, because tomorrow I know there's a hundred dollars off until the first of May, which is tomorrow. So please, please, please don't hesitate. um These these sigil headphones, as soon as you go to Tree of Life Headphones.com, click on the About page. Click on the About page. And yeah, I think they came from the future. I know they came from another dimension, but they're here. And so many of us, if you want to tune in to Zoom in, I I strongly suggest you grab a pair of these. Um also um the beginning of May I had a webinar on how to learn to read your own astrology chart. If you want to catch that replay, you can go to coachkevents.info, coachkeventsevents.info. It will play the entirety of the webinar to learn some of these sciences, <clears throat> ancient sciences for modern times as Magus Bullet Stated earlier tonight, um, some more webinars are coming. The dot com of uh, the address will always be Coach K .info because I plan on giving you information that you can use, not be not abuse, but use and utilize and make it profitable for you. So Coach K .info is the um, was the encore presentation of that same course. So, if you um, are interested in astrology and you want to see those courses, those are available online right now. They're also on my YouTube channel. If you go to just uh, t- go to Coach Kyer on YouTube, you'll also see them. Now, this Saturday, I will be teaching a introducing a six week course, a beginner to intermediate course, going in depth to show people how to, the real details on how to learn astrology. Now, I deal with 12 houses, the tropical system, but I deal in accuracy and I deal in foundation. Once your foundation and your basics are super, super strong, every other other system is kindergarten. But if your foundation is not strong, everything else seems like Chinese arithmetic. So I'm offering a six-week course. You can sign up for it. At Coach K Astrology, coachkastrology.info. And it's a six week course. It will be drip content, which means you only get one week at a time. You won't be able to come on in and just fast forward and say, I know this, I'm going to skip to the third part. I want to go over this. No, it will be given to you each week. Another module will be open for you to come in and, um, And be able to study. The last lesson will be open. Then you'll be able to go to lesson two. Then lesson one and two will be left open. You'll be able to go to lesson three. And I'm giving you the tools that I have gained from studying with, to me, I think are some of the very best astrologers in the world. And I'm making it so easy for people who are seriously interested in the science. Um, I want to give a big big shout out to Sister Myra Moss. Um who I call uh, Big Mama Universe, my oracle. Uh, I've been studying with her since 2006. I want to give a shout-out to Ra Aku, uh, founder of Cosmophysics, who I've been studying with since 2012. I also always have to give a shout-out to um, Master Mitchell Gibson from Tybro.com for the small pointers that he's given me um, to help me stay focused on what my dreams are um in this course. It, it in in just making things understandable for people and leading them and guiding them on the right way. Um also want to give a shout out to Grandmaster Sunyata Saraswati, peace be upon him, uh passed away last May twenty first. He ascended up into the realm of the masters, the ascended masters, um in the in the ancestral realm last year, but uh who also gave me my foundation and energy work and being able to reunite with a lot, connect a lot of his teachings with my astrological teachings. um, I couldn't have done it without him because I also met some great teachers inside of his classroom. So I have to give him credit as well. Uh, Latissa Tatum, uh, Mount Airy, North Carolina, uh, sister who teaches yoga, one of the most amazing yoga teachers ever was probably one of the main initiators of my astrological studies. I also have to give her credit, where credit is due, and um, a young uh, a, a, a sister named Miss Debbie. Uh, I don't even know Miss Debbie's last name. Everybody just calls her Miss Debbie. She's from Mount Airy too, and um, she was the first person to kind of really seriously put me on the path. Um, Thanksgiving 2001 um, was when she first I, 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 I first met somebody who could just look at my chart, no books, no nothing, and just look at the just look at the images on the paper sitting on the back porch and start telling me things about myself that I had that, that she had no way of knowing. And um that's what this course is about is honoring my teachers. Um but one thing I'm going to do that's a little different is I'm going to show you how to do this. What if the internet goes down? Can you do an astrology chart if the internet is not on if you can't get to your program what can you do freehand what can you do in your mind when you just ask somebody when their birthday is what can you calculate and tell them on the street corner you know without pulling out your ipad or what can you tell them by just and i'm not talking about no general hubbub information i'm talking about something that's real something that's accurate that's that's the type of things that i'm going to be sharing with you in this course um So if you're interested, if you have any questions, just leave your commentary or question over at CoachCareAstrology.info, or you can sign up um, right there. Um, I'm teaching this course because I kind of want to get away from doing readings. I'd like to have um, 10,000 people learn astrology from me instead of doing 10,000 readings. I don't know if I've done 10,000. I've done a lot of readings. I know I've done over 1,000, but I want to now want to teach over 1,000 people. Um, to learn this science and be able to apply it in in modern day in their lives and the lives of their children. Um, also, Moon Magic 28 will be uh, Moon Magic 28.info will be opening up on June. Actually, it will be opening up on Saturday, June the sixth. Um, we won't start until June the ninth, but I always open up the doors for people to register and sign up. Uh, three days prior to the start of it. So the next moon magic course will be starting on June the 9th. You can visit the site now, watch the video, and uh, do your background check or send me any kind of questions. If that's something that you're interested in, moonmagic28.info. I also have a special on there for if you'd like to get one month of moon magic and a full astrological reading as a combo. If you'd like to get a combo of a full reading and try out more Magic for one month. I also have that available. You can sign up for that on there as well. Um, Man, I'm just trying to do my best to come down and help people solve problems for themselves, help give people the tools, jewels, and rules that they need in their lives in order for them to be more successful, have more happiness, have more love, and have more time off. I want you to have more money too. Why can't you... Why can't you have more money and more time off? You don't have to, like, double your amount of hours' work to double your money. we got to work smarter, and I'm all about the whole prosperity issue. Um, After I come back from Houston, um, you will start to see more of a larger change on a bigger scale coming from from the Coach Collier camp. I have some things that I've been working on about the last 45 to 60 days that are coming into fruition and I want to say I'm very proud of those who have come aboard to um, to join me to help me with the mission. And um, it's getting ready to be powerful, man. So um, the, I'm coming back to Blog Talk Radio more regularly. I'm going to be introducing some new talent, some new some 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 people that you haven't um, that you haven't heard of before, who are like diamonds in the rough, who are saying that they're ready to come out. Um, I hope that tonight was the first night of many for me having Magus Reverend Bullitt, um on as a guest on my show. Um, also, I definitely am going to be talking with him about doing some webinars for people. Um, if you have something that's spectacular and you want to learn how to get it out to the masses of people via webinar formats, please get in contact with me. Shoot me an email at hello at com. Hello at com, And just put uh, I'm interested in webinars. And let's talk. Let's have a serious talk one-on-one to see if it's right for you, see what you have, see if your brand is strong enough, see if there's some things that you may need, some background information in or some more training. But I want to see at least another 10, 15, 20 people um, start saying, I want to take my message international, worldwide, even if I only affect, the pe- affect a handful of people. Um, it can be done, and you never know who's waiting on you. You, know, you are expert at something in your life. It doesn't matter what state you're in now, whether you're homeless, whether you don't have a lot of commas in your bank account, whether you're not even eating regular meals every day. You can do it, too. There's somebody that needs your story, somebody that wants to hear your strategy of how you change your life around, and somebody who is who wants your help, who needs your help. And I'm telling you, the more people that you help, the more you will receive help in your life. I promise you that. Um, I thank you all so much for tuning in to Zoom in tonight with me, like staying all the way to the end of the show. Big shouts out to uh, my, uh, my brother, uh, from another mother, Darwin, from the 615 over there in Nashville, Cashville. We shout Rahu Bat, brother. We shouts out to the 912 area codes, 612 area codes, 678, 404s, 813s, and the 336s. I'm, I'm just big shouts out to everyone who tuned in and zoomed in tonight um, to check out Coach, man. I appreciate it. Um, big shouts out to everybody who's going to be in Houston this weekend. Um, I'm going to be in a day early. I'm going to be scoping out. I want to do a, a meditation prayer circle this time. You know, most of the time when I'm in Charlotte, um, I like to do a meditation circle, but I want to do something even, I want to, I want to up the ante a little bit this time in Houston. So um, if you can send me an inbox, if you're going to be in Houston, let me know what day you're going to be in or just be on the lookout for me to post something on my social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I want to see who's going to be there and who's interested in maybe doing some meditation and some prayer um, that, you know, the, the day before so we can really, really, really get the vibration at a high level. All right. Um, that's Coach K for the night. Um, just just, just get ready, man. Next week is going to be something amazing. I'm also having um, a brick and mortar event in Atlanta, first um, of July in the in, in end the of July, first of August. I'm doing something in Atlanta. I'm also going to be doing something in New Orleans for um, – I'm not even going to give you all the date because it, it's, it's still in the – but it, it's, it's coming. It's going to be amazing, amazing, amazing. And I'm also working on a cruise for us in February, all right? So often imitated, never duplicated. Wait until you get the message from me that it's going down in New Orleans, it's going to be going down in Atlanta, and definitely we're going on this cruise in February, all right? So get ready. Playtime is over. We're getting ready. The train is leaving the station. We're going to do some massive things. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. And this is the energy that I want to leave you all with tonight. My boys from Cooling the Gang, celebration. Peace.